0: On today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling, oh my God, there is so much fucking news in the wrestling world this week. There's too much to cover at the beginning, so we're going to hit the big picture stuff. Vince McMahon is the pervert we always knew he was, along with uh, Johnny Ace, also a pervert, confirmed. Um, Jeff Hardy is also now best friend's once again, with our good buddy Dewey uh, and some a lot, a lot of other stuff in the news. Uh, we also are going to cover, Chad's going to get some quick, quick, big picture stuff from New Japan's Dominion pay-per-view as well as NWA. Always Chad, ready. Chad, always ready. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's That's the show that they did that I didn't watch. And mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. we have Retro Beer Ratings this week from Over the Edge 1999. There was not a whole lot to cover there. Uh, nothing of importance from wrestling history. At least you wouldn't know it from watching it. Um, and then the recap from the week, uh, there's going to be a lot of the stuff from the news that we're going to throw into the recap it's just because of the sheer amount of news from this week it was insane it, it just an insane week of wrestling and news and just everything that happened we're ramping up to new japan and AEW forbidden door we're ramping up to money in the bank holy shit great american bash is on the horizon even though that's going to be on a weekly show NXT show just everything is just ramping up for the summer it's exciting i'm excited as always you can follow us on twitter at ddt wrestlepod You guys ready to go?
1: Yep. Let's go.
0: Welcome to episode 61 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I am Dylan. I'm joined by Joe. I'm joined by Chad. How's everyone doing? Chad, Great. You, seem How up- are you? Chad you seem you seem sad. I'm good, by the way. Thanks, Joe.
2: Well, I'm glad you're good. Chad. I'm not doing as, nearly as good. Was that? Jeff Hardy.
0: What happened to Jeff Hardy, dude?
2: Oh, he got super yeah, drunk. and uh drove a vehicle oh yeah that's quick quick opinion here we were all so quick to get mad at wwe weren't we about what about like saying he needs rehab and like trying to give him help and like stuff like that
0: are you saying like we should have gotten more mad at aew
2: no, I'm just saying maybe like, we
0: shouldn't have got mad at WWE at all.
2: And maybe they made the right choice. Yeah. And when he turned I, down rehab and turned down their, their help that they offered him and then therefore released him. Maybe that was the right choice because his matches have been lackluster. He has been, uh, clearly not healthy. And now this happened.
1: Yeah. Oh. And if you think about it, it, it's very reminiscent of his time and impact. Thinking back to that championship match with with Sting.
2: Oh, the one where he couldn't even make it through the match and they uh, they changed the match at the very beginning and Sting won in
1: like 30 seconds. Yeah, the, the matches haven't been quite as bad as that, but when Jeff Hardy is unhealthy, that's the kind of match he delivers. Yeah, And that's what we've, we've been seeing. He's been doing these real uh, high-profile moves and he's been fucking him up and he's been hurting himself. I don't know if you saw the TMZ release video or the TMZ yeah. video, but he's taught he talks about how he's going to get his head examined and I think he had a I th- concussion. I think he got a legit concussion
2: during
0: that fucking triple threat match. Yeah. But or I'm not threat. saying
1: it was it's on You know.
0: I mean, if he got a concussion, I mean maybe that's why he decided to drink and drive.
1: So you think that he was fine when he was with WWE and that, I mean, it doesn't really matter. He made the decision to get behind the wheel of a car. I mean, it's pretty unexcusable, but
0: no, I don't think he was ever fine.
2: Uh, yeah, I don't think this honestly, is like comes on because you get a concussion. And you just go back to all your old ways like that.
0: Honestly, I don't remember being upset at WWE about that. Well, to go back to Chad's initial point, I don't ever remember being upset at WWE for not like demanding that he gets help and just kind of letting him go like it was on him if
1: if, yeah i mean if we if
0: if we rewind the tapes and i was upset about that then let me be the first to say especially now hindsight's 2020 i i'm not upset about wwe offering him help and him refusing to take it that's on him yeah
1: the, the iw in general was was uh was really upset and there was more of a uh more of a, hey, look at this. See? He passed his drug screen. He's, he wasn't really ever... He had, hadn't relapsed to begin with. Uh, so it was like, a look how stupid you look now, WWE. And then it came out that they tried to put him in the Hall of Fame that year. And th- that looked like an apology. Uh, so I, I think when you look back at it, like it it looked like he he was using. And then we were like, oh no, he wasn't using. WWE acted too quickly. But in reality, um, addicts will be addicts and can hide things in a good way. I just hope I that think- their offer
2: to help a rehab him
1: still stands. Like I hope
2: that they still provide the help if he needs it. If they're Yeah, Tony
0: Tony Khan already said that he they are. No, I
1: meant yeah, WWE. Tony- I hope
2: WWE is willing to still provide support. Yeah, even and that's, that's there a good, was a bad that's, a there.
1: that's the good thing about WWE. Uh, I know reports came out when John Moxley s- seeked help that that they they were even though he hasn't worked for the company in years they were willing to assist him. So I think that's a a plus of WWE higher yeah. ups. But uh, getting into the news, there hasn't been a lot of upside for WWE executives recently. <laughs> that's a good transition.
0: Yeah. So Thanks. um, in April. There was an investigation that began uh, into Vinnie Mac. Stephanie McMahon steps down. I think in April was about the April or May about that time frame when she stepped down and decided, like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to go take some time off from whatever." It's definitely apparent that she knew about this as well, which definitely means Triple H knew. So there was this Wall Street Journal article. Where Vince McMahon's basically paying hush money to keep former women employed by WWE like hushed up about what sexual allegations against like shit that it Vince and it seemed, John Laurinaitis did with women.
2: They said it was a consensual yeah. relationship.
1: Like, yeah, I, like, they didn't talk like I've always said about like misconduct, but but yeah, hush money on on. Allegedly, uh, consensual relationships that that did, that he didn't want getting out. Uh, it was something like the the girl that that is the main person that's being investigated that got the three million dollars. I read that she was John Laronitis's assistant and then got moved up to an executive, like executive level pay, and nice. that was all during the times of like budget cuts. Yikes.
0: Um. Yeah, not a good look at all. Um, I saw something online because of, and I want to get your all's opinion on this. So obviously this is not a good look for Vince uh, or John Lernitas, but really let's be like talking about Vince specifically here. The investigation starts in April. Stephanie steps down, which like I said earlier, or may, which like I said earlier, which means Triple H definitely knows about this. What do you guys think about the rumor? I don't know if you guys saw. I saw a tweet online that said that Triple H was definitely the one that leaked all this shit. I, uh,
2: I would put more. I would put more on maybe, t- uh, uh, Con, Nick Khan releasing it and trying to take over the company. than I would put Triple H trying to do it. Yeah, that makes more sense to me.
0: I could see that uh, as well.
2: But I also heard the Stephanie Mann things because she's in a lawsuit with MLW and they didn't want it to be attached to WWE and that she's specifically involved in a
1: lawsuit with uh, Major League Wrestling
2: so, yeah but
1: it, it, was, it <laughs> I don't know how that can't be associated with WWE because the lawsuit is is basically a decision that Stephanie made got MLW's streaming of their Friday night show taken away well it like, seems like QB Stephanie's t- problem not WWE's problem I mean, she made the decision through the company. <laughs> I don't know. That's the only thing I saw though is that Stephanie McMahon's
2: departure had nothing to do with this whole thing. Now yeah. that could be cover up easily. I mean, something like yeah. this big. I mean, we, we were hushing it since April anyway.
0: I'll put I'll put my tinfoil hat on and say it was all the the McMahon Helmsley family, and they are just trying to work their way up in in cahoots. I'll say in cahoots with Nick Khan, everyone's just trying to get Vince out.
1: Now, big question: Do we benefit from from forced retirement of of Vincent Kennedy McMahon, yeah. or is there a lull period?
0: Uh, I think it depends on your definition of a lull period. I think there's like undoubtedly going to be, but if it's more than a year then I would say we don't benefit from it. If, it's, if it stops after a year and we get back into it and all of a sudden the product is way better, I would say no and we do benefit from it. Okay. Wait and see response.
1: Yeah, so uh, other articles I'm, I've read have said, ha- have said that Vince McMahon's going to try and get out of this and basically use Jalen Larinitis as a fall guy. Which, yeah, I could see that as well. Yeah, I mean, realistically, or, 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 I don't think any of us are fans of John Laurinaitis. He's the head of talent relations, and I don't think anybody that works for him is a fan of him.
0: He's the guy that always fires people, so no. Yeah, not a fan.
1: Yeah, um, I'm
0: just. You know what I'm excited for? I'm excited for that 2012 retro beer ratings where we get to see him get his ass kicked by uh, John Cena, and I think CM Punk as well.
1: I can't remember yeah. who else. the The last part of this, this uh, I guess, executive scandal that's going on behind the doors of WWE right now is uh, Kevin Dunn, who's a producer or executive, maybe executive producer, responsible for all the camera cuts. I just want to put it yeah. out there. Yeah, Kevin Dunn. Friday sold, uh, sold stock in WWE. Equaling up to like a million dollars um, right before this news came out this week. So, John Lair, or sorry, Kevin Dunn is being investigated for insider trading through all of this as well.
0: Uh,
1: seems
2: right to me.
0: Yeah, seems legit. <laughs> Seems legit. I, I think you know what? The numbers add up there. And it sounds like Kevin Dunn is guilty. AF. Yeah. Or as the as the kids say, guilty as fuck. As fuck. All right. Um only other thing I got other than the non-WWE AEW shows pay-per-views from the week. Uh Biggie took his neck brace off. He no longer needs a neck brace. So that's a big step in the right direction for Big E, and I'm excited. That's a big win for Big E. Big win. Yeah, it's a Big E win.
2: We got a big win from Big E and a possible big loss from Randy Orton all in the same
0: week. Yeah. Unfortunately.
2: Why is that, Chad? Well, the news broke just today that his, uh, his back injury that we thought was minor enough for him to compete maybe as soon as SummerSlam uh, could be serious enough and getting worse enough that he might require surgery. We would have put him out almost a year. And at his age, uh, could be um, pretty impactful to his WWE career. Um, this this is such a wrench in all of our thoughts of what's going to happen at SummerSlam, especially after this uh, Matt Riddle match tomorrow night. Yeah, not to mention a uh, big wrench in the career of Randy Orton
1: that I was not willing to give up on yet.
0: Yeah, I'm, so, I'm not ready for this.
1: So this seems legitimate. It could all be a swerve for Randy Orton to come back on, tomorrow. I guess, Friday night. So two days ago, if you're listening to this pod on Sunday. Um, yeah, Friday night could come back, could either help Matt Riddle or he could hurt Matt Riddle and uh, make sure he doesn't win the undisputed championship. And then Matt Riddle versus Randy Orton could happen at Money in the Bank setting up for Roman Reigns versus Randy Orton at SummerSlam.
0: Why would they face each
1: other? Because he wants the championship.
0: But why would they face each other for
1: that? If he if if he, if he blows the chance for Matt Riddle to win the the title. Oh, if and Orton
0: they, costs him?
1: Yeah. So you're saying Riddle would turn
0: heel? I don't think so.
1: Riddle's super
0: no. over with the crowd right now.
1: Uh, well, yeah. It could either be a, a Randy Orton heel turn or a Riddle heel turn. I was leaning more towards Randy Orton. I also, but I, I, I also I I don't, don't think, think this is going to happen.
0: Yeah, okay. I was going to say I also don't think that Randy's in a spot right now in his career where he's going to turn heel again. Yeah. He's yeah. also very like RK Bro like as much as like I was thinking they would not last in the beginning, like they are so fucking over with the crowd it's insane. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: And they have to they like I'm almost certain they sell tons of merch so like there's yeah. no way they're breaking those guys up anytime soon. Like it's been, that's been super beneficial for the company and I don't see them breaking up anytime soon. Like I could see them going like singles routes and stuff like just like riddles doing right now. And that's obviously cause Orton's injured, but I could even see once they're both back, like them for the, for the rest of the time that Randy is in the company, like teaming up every once in a while, like the good, like calling it like the good old days,
1: Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I
2: I was thinking that Riddle is just going to lose clean to Roman tomorrow. And then afterwards, like the Usos are going to get involved or something's going to happen where someone gets involved to cost Riddle the title. And then after the match, Randy was going to come out and like make it clear that he wanted Roman or he was involved. And we were going to slow build us to SummerSlam with Roman versus Randy.
0: I like that better.
2: Starting with Friday when Riddle has a shot. I don't think Riddle wins the match. That's like a 1% chance in my mind.
0: I say zero.
1: Half.
2: So somewhere nice. between 1% and 0%. But I did think Randy was going to like make his comeback in the next week or so, whether it be then or Monday or next Friday. But now with this whole news, like I don't know if he's going to come back at all or if we're about to just abandon Riddle as a contender and move on and have to find someone else to be a contender for SummerSlam.
0: Yeah. My, my original thought was next Friday. Uh, after Riddle comes out and talks about it, maybe on maybe on Raw, and then Roman comes out on SmackDown next week to talk about it, and then Orton comes yeah. out. But at yeah. this rate, I don't know. Like, who could even who's even set up for this? Who's even set up to face Roman at SummerSlam right now? If not Randy, Seth?
1: I think that I think they were banking on on Randy Orton. But you use like a face turn edge maybe and get him another shot or I
0: don't know. I mean, it, we're at the point where like Roman's beaten literally everybody. like, yeah, like Randy AJ. was. AJ. Randy was. Ooh, AJ's ooh AJ one, would be good. AJ's one that he hasn't faced in this title reign. That would be good. That would be really good. I would like that. Would There's like your pitch, so
2: WWE. Since I know you're listening, we want AJ Styles for possible
1: replacement. We if want Randy. Everyone's not there. We want
2: yeah.
0: AJ.
1: All yeah, right. so so Randy Orton hurt. Uh, Cody Rhodes hurt, but on the road to recovery. He had a successful surgery this week, which is exciting. They did uh, say it was I, a
2: nine-month return, though. Do you think it's going to take nine months? He'll be back at Rumble. No, I think Rumble. I That's think only, that's what, thing. six or seven months?
0: Yeah, but he could yeah. be back at Rumble, do nothing, and, and then do promos Mania. until Mania. Yeah, we've seen it before. Yeah,
1: yeah I could see that. Uh, Last, oh, I guess last two things before we close out. Uh, so Sasha Banks, another report that came out today was that Sasha Banks was granted her release from WWE. Uh, this is all speculation right now. There's have been there been nothing confirmed that says Sasha is for sure released from the company.
0: I'm banking on false. Sean Ross yeah. said he couldn't
1: confirm it today. There yeah, you well, go. He can't confirm shit because he's an idiot. He's usually our best source. <laughs> let's be honest with ourselves. Like We say that. He, but really, like, is, he really is. He really is like the best, our best
2: source.
0: <laughs> he really is the yeah. best source of like backstage news out there right now. Like Dave Meltzer is nothing compared <laughs> to what he used to be um, because like I feel like WWE just gives him false information now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Sean Ross yeah. is like the most reliable source of information now. So like what he says at this rate kind of goes and if he doesn't confirm it, I'll never believe it at this rate so
2: i'm not falling for it
1: sash banks is still there all righty uh have you guys so first off actually finally saw dr strange oh my god
0: oh my god finally.
1: uh saw jurassic world gross Very i'm good. not watching that i'm not seeing i'm not i'm not watching that I'm not watching and that. then have you guys seen started no. stranger things four no i'm no. re watching
2: stranger things one right now no, I'm doing all okay. the seasons to catch up.
1: No. Okay, so what I'll tell you, it's not not a spoiler. I was watching Stranger Things four, and I wasn't paying the the most attention, which I is a bad of idea. I already know what happens in the season. Okay, no, I don't. I don't want to know. I, I, I'm not giving spoilers, but I'm uh I'm watching Stranger Things four, not really paying attention, like you should do when, when watching Stranger Things, because a lot happens. Oh, is there and a
0: wrestling I, uh
1: thing in? Well, there? I, 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 I I start hearing the song and I'm like singing along to it. I was like, "Wait, I know this song. This is Jungle Boy's entrance music." And uh, no way, that's that a famous song from the '80s. Yeah, well, I was born in the '90s, Chad.
0: Yeah, Chad. Not all of us were born in the '80s. Like, you. I wasn't. I was born in the '90s as well.
2: Thank you, both fuckers. <laughs> well, yeah, never. You're,
0: you're like really old though, compared to us. I'm
2: no. Yeah. I'm like a year older than you. So you're older. No, you're like so. So you're. You're not. So your you 30. just
0: confirmed that you're older than us.
2: Okay. So first of all, fuck you both. Second of all, <laughs> the fact that you didn't know that was already a song—it was not Jungle Boy's entrance music—is shocking to me because they. Had I to knew pay. it was a
0: song. I didn't know it was from the '80s, though.
2: Yeah, Tarzan Boy look- by Baltimore. Okay, okay I don't guys. Look at AEW's. Uh, I didn't checkbook. look get that either. I literally <laughs> knew that. Oh
0: <laughs> wow! Look at. <laughs> Wow, oh, coming over all here right, like they gonna literally get had stuff. to
1: pay. They literally had to pay to use it. How am I supposed to fucking know that, Chad? Yeah, because they had Sorry. to pay to use the Pixies,
2: and they had to pay to use fucking CM Punk's theme music, and they had to pay but to those use are, fucking those are those are songs that we know. Ruby Soho's yeah. music.
1: That makes sense, Chad. Every all of that makes sense. Those are songs that we that knew, that knew that before this.
2: You didn't know Rancid you. before this. You did not. Yeah, don't you even guys, lie to you, yeah, us. Yeah, but you
0: guys told me that it was a real song. <laughs> now
2: I'm telling you, Baltimore wrote Tarzan Boy in the fucking 80s. Right, dude. Fine.
0: <laughs> Jesus, dude. Why don't you talk to us about NWA's stupid show and then also Dominion because I didn't finish it.
2: Okay. Well, first of all, quickly, did you see that quickly. NWA has a new champion?
0: Uh, yes, I did, actually. is that fat dude.
2: It's that fat ex-WWE dude, Trevor Murdoch, again. Yeah. Uh, he won oh, it yeah, after... You didn't watch around that time, did you? You didn't watch around like 05, 06, 07. Just wait till
0: just wait till retros, Joe. You're gonna love that guy. He was awesome. Him and Lance
2: he's... Kane had a tag team that was real mediocre. Oh yeah, super good. No, no,
0: no. They were really good, dude.
2: They were really bad. Um, he seems too old to be the champ right now. Probably he he is old. NWA has this weird problem with they keep having old guys and Matt Cardona, but Matt Cardona is like legit injured. He got injured at GCW show, so he's out. That's unfortunate. Shocker. Uh, yeah, that's because GCW is like not real wrestling. Um, Whoa. Sorry. But uh, cool news from that show. Other than that is Sam Shaw made his debut and then competed in the main event for the title after Matt Cardona. If you don't know who Sam Shaw is, Sam Shaw is Dexter Loomis. Shout out.
1: Oh, and Indy Hartwell's husband?
2: Yeah. Have you also seen that on uh, Twitter when she posts stuff, he always puts thumbs up in her likes and she always responds with hearts on Twitter. Like they keep the oh. kayfabe going.
0: I well, did not, but I I did notice on NXT this week that she referenced like she she consistently references like you, she used to be in love and stuff like have that. Have a best friend. Yeah. yeah. She had a friend
2: that's gone. She was a love interest that's gone. Now she's just got Cora Jade and per- and Roxy
1: Perez. You almost said Persia pierogi. Persia pierogi. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that guys. Um, Come down. Tell us more about Always Ready. That, that was the big things
2: they had a couple new champs crowned taya valkyrie made her debut i don't think she's there permanently it was a good show new champion at the end
1: better than that
2: dominion was dominion honestly i told this to alex earlier actually i was like i wasn't overly impressed with dominion until he got to the end of the card where there was three matches that really took it away for me uh so first off tanahashi wins he's going to forbidden door to face moxley that happened at the show shocker shocker he's facing goto um not really surprised he had like 11 zero and one records thing against goto before they they said that during the match he had like almost undefeated record he might have had like wow. one or two I, losses yeah, but like I he had 11 wins I against goto before winning
0: that match yeah yeah we all, we all fucking knew that was happening all right last three matches though.
2: the last three matches uh carl anderson beats toma tonga for the never open weight championship the bullet club was really big on this whole show so was the united empire who won the tag belts earlier in the night
0: I mean, Luke Gallows lost to Torianos. So he was not, the only member not, of Bullet Club that lost that night. Yeah, but Torianos is not a big... Yeah, he's, but Doc Gallows is a, a joke. Comedic, he's a comedic wrestler. So is Doc Gallows. That's true. He likes to talk about penis a lot. A yeah. lot more than we do.
2: That's just shocking how much we <laughs> do it. Especially last week's spicy episode. Yeah. But the Bullet Club took center stage. Carly uh, Anderson's your Nova Openweight Champion. Uh, and then Will Ospreay wins the Vacant u.s uh championship the iwgp u.s championship now that's up for grabs we'll talk about that later we'll talk more about that later uh he did show up on AEW, uh and i was right about some stuff yep uh that was a really good match uh, sonata is the one who held it uh before uh his orbital bone injury suffered at the hands of will osprey will osprey wins it by beating sonata for the uh, vacant one, because Juice Robinson has appendicitis and had to vacate the title. Yikes. And then in the main event, uh, the Bullet Club leader and the fucking man himself, the Switchblade Jay White. Switchblade uh, Jay White. Jay White uh, wins the IWGP Heavyweight Championship uh, from Okada in a 35-minute banger of a match. I'm excited to watch this. This one Easily best shot in the match in the card. The Osprey match was really good. The Anderson match was good. The tag team match was good. This was excellent. And he's the perfect heel, man. He just he knows how to yell and scream at Japanese fans to make himself a heel. It's fucking awesome,
0: dude. This this promo after Dominion was insanely good. Insanely good. Well, let's not even jump straight to the the promo we did at the
2: at the. Uh, the backstage interview, which is the one that's going all over the internet, which we posted on our Twitter account. Talk about the one he did in the ring where as soon as he wins the belt, he gets a mic and says, you thought it was going to be Okada hangman. It's not Okada. It's me. You cowboy bitch. And I was like, Holy fuck. He just immediately did that. And I was like, hell yeah.
0: We can talk more about this. I think when we cover dynamite, because there's a lot of speculation, uh, I think after Dominion on Sunday, we all thought it was going to be Jay White versus Hangman. Uh, I think we'll see. I mean, I think we're just, we're obviously going to have to wait. I don't think they're going to cover it tomorrow on Rampage, but we'll have to wait. No, it'll probably already be out because Rampage is taped this week. That's true. Yeah. So we'll have to wait and see next Wednesday as far as who he's facing. I'm excited. I am very excited. Um, You got anything else, Chad? That's all I got for those.
2: Big Slammiversary pay per view this week, though. If you guys want to check it out, you can That's use my this account. This coming it's weekend. Be real good. This Sunday. All right. Sell it. anniversary. Sell,
0: sell it to me right now.
2: They are literally using every major match. It's the 20th anniversary of Slammiversary. So they're using every major important impact style match. They're using
0: Ultimate X. Oh, uh, the, re- the reverse battle yeah, royals. I the reverse it. battle royales can, on the pre show. Can you explain to me what that a reverse actually, battle royal is? 30
2: people outside the ring. The first 15 to get in the ring, then begin a battle royale where they have to throw the next 13 people out, and then the last two have to have a singles match. That
0: sounds 30
2: start outside the ring. Dumb. 15 get in the ring. It's so stupid. But it's on the pre-show for a reason. Yeah. (laughs) But on the main card, they're doing Ultimate X for the X division championship. They're doing a Queen of the Mountain match, which you've never watched a King of the Mountain match. They are awesome uh moose and sammy callahan are doing monsters ball which you have to haven't watched that's like their version of like a, don't know like a a very extreme no disqualification match like i don't know
0: so like extreme rules but
2: like it's like extreme rules but on crack unsanctioned so like a blood and guts match it's not in a cage of any kind it's just in the ring but like they will unsanctioned yeah that's that's about as close as I can think of a reference. So, they're they're breaking out all the rule all the all the classic matches. They're having all the titles defended. Uh, main event Josh Alexander is defending Sunday? against Eric Young.
0: Yes, on Father's Day. Ooh. Well, luckily it's Father's Day so I'll be able to tell my that's family. That's your day, dude. Yeah, that's my day. Sorry. <laughs> Got to watch some wrestling. That's um, what I'll
2: be doing on Sunday night.
0: All right, sweet That was a hell of a long intro segment for news. So we're going to have to speed through. Uh, Luckily, we've got a short retro beer ratings here from over the edge. Um, Let's start with signs for these retro beer ratings. I have so Mm -hmm. many signs. Yep. I have like almost 20 signs. It looks like maybe 15. Oh my God. It's a lot. So some of these. So I'll say. This had like some all-time signs, and then some of them were like, okay, like these were signs, these are signs that would pass like nowadays. So I just wrote them down. But what do you guys have?
1: I got preparation triple H for your Rudy Poo Candy S. Yeah,
0: I didn't even see that one.
1: I had that one.
0: That's not even on my that list. That's
2: hilarious. Oh uh, well, did you have uh... I came. Oh, what does it say? Oh fuck! <laughs> Probably. I can't even read my handwriting. I came uh, with Stuart o-
0: Toss Paul Salad. Yeah,
2: yes, that's a good one.
0: I did have that one.
2: Oh, is that I came with Obi Wan Jabroni?
0: Yeah, I had yeah. that one too. That's a that's timely right now. Um, the one that I really enjoyed and just like it's just like a shout out to the '90s. Just like call me one eight hundred collect. Was the sponsor?
1: That was yeah. the sponsor.
0: I understand. Like, but that was a sign out there. That was like, call me one eight hundred collect, like collect phone calls back in the day. Those were like the big thing, and like, just something that just completely never caught on. It was just ridiculous. Um, I'll I'll at least say a funny one here because that one wasn't that funny. Um, Sean Jones had PMS last night. I don't know who Sean Jones is, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, that sucks for him.
1: That was a Let's- double. That was a double sided sign, and I couldn't read the second the other side. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, I got, I just got. I'm a hoe. I'm a hoe.
0: I didn't see that one either. Yeah,
1: it was there.
2: Chad. Uh, Sorry, I was trying to figure out who the fuck Sean Jones was, but I can't figure anything out. Yeah, I don't Uh, know who it
0: is. I didn't even look it up. I was just like, yeah, that's probably that's probably funny. That's probably that probably makes sense. But
2: uh, there was at least two people that had a similar sign that said Val Venus is my daddy, or Val Venus, I would call him daddy.
1: Yeah, I had
0: that. I saw a bigger than Valvena sign, which I highly doubt. Um, I saw a sign that said the rock is cooking KFC. Yep. Which is true. And uh, a, a sign that said, Nicole, will you be my dominatrix? I, Talking about so Nicole a, Bass.
1: A couple, a uh, couple pay-per-views ago, we saw an mm, beefy sign and I saw another mm, beefy sign. So yeah. I had to, I, like. I looked it up. It was a 1997 Chef Boyardee commercial.
0: Yeah, but I also saw an um, beefy, like, McFoley sign. I think it's something that he played into Okay. Um, in at this time because because of that. I didn't look anything further into it because I was just like, oh, it must be a McFoley thing. So yeah. it has to be. It, it, kudos to you for looking it up for as far as the Chef Boyardee thing, but I just yeah. figured it was a McFoley thing.
1: Pretty good um did you guys see this guy pierre died i kept on seeing r.i.p pierre <laughs> yeah and i didn't know who pierre was
0: i we eventually found out but yeah i had no idea i saw a sign that said pierre we miss you deer but it was d-e-e-r well, who is pierre
1: did we find out
2: yes we yeah. found out and during did the, you al- watch Snow the match. Show?
1: <laughs> oh that was the deer it the was deer, al was yeah. moose okay yeah, I wasn't listening to the commentary. Al Snow that had a match. new
0: inanimate object that he uh, enjoyed being around. I guess.
1: Yeah, I I was I was too busy just being disgusted by the fact that we had another hardcore Hal, Holly and Al Snow match. There are other things about that match that would should disgust you. I I just wrote <laughs> tired of this match uh, as my note for that. <laughs> Chad, okay. do you have any
0: other signs? Uh, WCW blows ass. Yep, got is that on my <laughs> list. What else you got? I got like two, two more good ones. Let's see if you get one of my. Good I'll get ones. my last like
2: mediocre one because I haven't seen this one yet, but I know we're gonna see it a lot. It's Holy Foley. We've seen like Foley's God, but this is the first time I've seen Holy Foley. Holy Foley. I, yeah.
0: Shout out to the WWE Network show, Holy Foley. Yep, and yeah, I think we're gonna see more of those soon. But that's all I've got. Um, my last two actually, I have like four more. But my last two like really good ones. Um, China is my brother.
1: What's <laughs> a hot brother. Are you saying sup? <laughs> nope, I'm not. I'm not saying sup. Uh, Ooh, did I then, say Mr. Nads?
0: Yeah, I saw that one too. I didn't. Oh fuck, I forgot. That one's like at the top of my list. Um, and then the last one I had was: Has anyone seen my pants? which i kind of i think mr nads
1: was in reference to mr ass probably i figured
0: i don't know do you guys have any other like mediocre ones i have two more mediocre ones
1: no No, i I think if i I saw mediocre ones i didn't uh write them down
0: the only one the only other ones i have are eat the kale which i didn't understand at all but it just said eat the kale and then a Mm. sign a sign that just said who farted which I'll always find funny because somebody I didn't know
2: kale was a was a food ingredient 1999
0: probably I didn't probably not that big of a food ingredient I can't imagine Oh it is
1: my my grandma's been making my grandma's been making a, a kale soup for my entire life and it's only alright
0: Right but did your grandmother ever watch wrestling
1: Like I think I, that was her holding up the sign
0: I can't, (laughs) I was going to say, I can't imagine like wrestling fans and people who eat kale being one of like one of the same, you know, I just kind of imagine like wrestling fans in the nineties being associated with, I don't know, McDonald's and NASCAR and drinking Bush light. Same. So (laughs) not, not people who eat kale. But I don't know. I could be wrong. Um, so this show this show opened up, uh, if you're watching on Peacock and not on VHS somehow where they released it, I, I don't know. They released it on VHS like years later. Um, but on Peacock, if you're watching it, it opens up with In Memory of Owen Hart with his uh, birth year and then to 1999 saying that this was In Memory of Him And that was the only mention we got of Owen Hart because everything else got cut from this pay-per-view because, well, he died on the show. Quite literally during the show. Did you figure out when on the show? Because
2: I went and looked it up because I couldn't figure it out. because They Um, they literally pieced together the parts.
0: So he was supposed to face the Godfather. I remember watching... I think it's after the Billy Gunn Road Dog match, but I could be wrong. It's earlier in the night. It's actually after the Al Snow
2: Hardcore Holly match. Um, and wow. that's why the Jeff Jarrett match got cut short because Jeff Jarrett wanted to go to the hospital. I learned all this on the Internet reading about the show. The Jeff Jarrett match is significantly shorter than it was supposed to be because Jeff Jarrett was trying to rush to the hospital because he uh, him and Owen were apparently close. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that
1: sucks. I I was surprised that the the crowd was so rowdy after after this. Like they, they they got really into the last two matches, and I don't think I could be after watching that. But
0: they really no, weren't. I, like they they were super dead. To your point, Joe, for those three matches before the last three, the last two matches. Sorry.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And uh, for good reason, obviously. They also didn't tell
2: the crowd anything. The crowd didn't know what the fans at home knew.
1: Yeah, that's true. They That's are true, tells true. the
2: fans at home at some point later in the show that he's died.
1: But yeah, the fans
2: yeah.
0: in the crowd never know that he's even like close to death. Probably just to like yeah. not scare him away and to like have him stick around for the show and be like they, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they told well, them the 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 crowd uh, live there wherever the fuck they were. It was Kansas City, I think or St. Louis. Um, Maybe that was this week. I don't remember. But I wouldn't be surprised if they told them like he was okay just to keep him around.
1: Well, so from what I read on the internet, like after it happened, there was like 15 minutes where yep. there was nothing going on because they had to decide if they were going to continue the show or not. And for whatever reason, they decided they were going to keep the show going. And I guess I could understand that. Um, I, can't. I, I, to this day, I
0: cannot, but, If that shit happens if that shit happens today, like you would not see, you wouldn't even get a glimpse of the commentator saying, like, oh wow, this guy's fallen from the the rafters. They would just cut it to black and you would be like you would see a bunch of people angry on Twitter being like, What happened to my stream? And then eventually we'd find out what happened. Like so and so fell and died. To their death. To their death. Yeah. And like people would be a lot more forgiving of them not showing the rest of the show and them not continuing with the show than them continuing with the show like they did here I think this was the ultimate ultimately ultimate wrong move here but I agree yeah different time different era I don't know man I still think it's
1: the wrong move yeah Um, But I guess all that aside, um, we should get into the first match, which was X-Pac and Kane as a tag team. They're the tag team champs versus Sexual Chocolate and D'Lo Brown. And God, the crowd still hates D'Lo Brown.
0: They hate D'Lo Brown. Chad,
1: what do you think? Chad's gone.
0: He got up for some reason. I um, was
1: having a baby right now. He'll be back.
0: That, that could be true. He, uh, there, I'll just say right now, there's a decent chance that Chad's not here next week. Uh, he's having his fourth kid TBD. Congrats to Chad. We'll say it right now. Um, just while he's not here.
1: And he'll hear it later.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, they, uh, they're now calling Mark Henry sexual chocolate, which I love. Uh, the one thing that was crazy to me during this match was that Jr. referenced that Mark Henry used to be able to dunk a basketball during this match. Are you guys believers in that or no? I believe that Jr. would say it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, obviously, because he said it during the match. Do you believe that Mark Henry could ever dunk a basketball?
2: I mean, maybe before he started like lifting weights for a career. You said oh, wifting weights. Wifting weights.
0: Before he started wifting weights. <laughs>
1: uh, exactly. Good stuff. good stuff.
0: But other than that, no, I don't no. really, I don't really have anything other, anything else in this match. Other like, uh, Joe already hit on it. Like the crowd hated D'Lo Brown big time. the The one problem I have with this match was like the tag team logic at the end was like. Somehow Mark Henry became the legal competitor, and he a hundred percent never got tagged in. I didn't yep. understand what was going on. Okay, so you guys caught that too. Um, I wrote that down. I had no idea what was going on at the end of this match, but um,
1: I think this Kane match and, was so boring.
0: Yeah, Kane, Kane and X Pac won. They're one of the best like odd couple tag teams of all time. So as as they should win. I don't know. Do you guys have anything else for this match? I got 1.75 beers for this.
3: Nope.
1: That's all I got. Yeah,
0: 1.75. All right. Um, moving on. The next match was our fourth iteration of Hardcore Holly versus Al Snow in retro beer ratings. God only by knows far how, the worst. Yeah, I was gonna say, God only knows how many times we've seen this on Monday Night Raw to this point. I would say at least multiply it by two. I would say Probably, um, yeah. I will say unprotected baking sheet shots, always like those and chair shots will be one of my favorites of all time. So I am for that here in this match. Um, and then this whole fucking Pierre thing, like Al Snow now has a, 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 a taxidermy moose that he brings <laughs> around. Uh, it's a deer named named pierre well they called it a moose during the match it didn't really look it didn't look like a deer it didn't, it didn't look have like any a, antlers it they don't need to have <laughs> antlers to be a deer a doe a, a female deer a doe does not have antlers chad
2: that's why i said it's a deer not a moose because moose do have antlers that's what makes them moose
0: no female moose don't have antlers either
2: oh i thought they did you fucking idiot huh I could have sworn could, it was a deer. I could Are also be sure. completely sure, wrong. You do you.
0: I could also be completely wrong here, <laughs> but my my dad was a hunter and I never got into it. But I'll just disclaimer that right there. But like I'm pretty sure female moose don't have antlers. But sounds like it's right, Joe. Uh, do, do, yeah, yeah. what do you more do that you... would
2: take Mark Henry or a dunk to basketball?
0: Joe, what species do you think Pierre was? Uh, I know you. You don't. You didn't really. I,
1: I. thought he looked like a deer. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think he was a deer. Sorry, I walked away. Raven's been the most needy in the fucking world today.
2: I have a super negative from this match. Two of them actually. Uh, they tried to go into the women's restroom twice, and I think there were people in there.
0: I think so too, because of how short Which of the is, time they were in there.
2: On like, okay. Like- <laughs>
0: I don't think that's okay. Well, they they, they, def- they definitely definitely um, wanted to. And then to. some
2: a little kid tried to follow him in, and the <laughs> you see the part where the little kid tried to run in after him and the security guard like stopped
0: him. I did not. I also didn't see the second time because the camera couldn't follow in. him in there. I also didn't see the second time there was, they tried there was to a, it was
2: two entrances, one on the right and one on the no, left. That was the
0: men's room that went into the second time. Okay. Either way. And yeah, they just went in the women's room the first time um when they were out there like they they used so much food as weapons during this match i think there was there was a funnel cake used as a weapon here during this match which uh, was great. No. Oh, that was pretty original um also also I don't know the if-
2: the snow the the sugar
1: from the funnel cake the whole pan
0: yeah
2: yeah you had to
1: count you had, you had to count each individual grain of sugar as a weapon oh shit i didn't oh, do oh shit dude that's like thousands of drinks um <laughs> yeah but on, <laughs> on, on a serious you got <laughs> 1,000 beers. <laughs>
0: On a serious note, um, I don't know if you guys caught this, but did you guys catch that Hardcore Holly has a move called the Holly cost? Yeah, that was my other negative I wanted to
2: talk about. That is absolutely atrocious. and I don't I don't remember it ever being a thing when I watched, and I didn't watch yet in 99. So I'm glad by the time I watched, they didn't have a move named that anymore.
0: I don't think it lasts very long. I, I don't think so either. I think somebody probably push them in the correct direction there but oh my god there's a wrestle there there was at once upon a time a wrestling move performed by hardcore holly called the holly holy shit
1: yeah that's pretty terrible that's
0: just if if that's not 90s wrestling to a t i don't know what is yeah
2: that's about the worst thing you can name a move right there uh you yeah. trying to tell me there's one worse?
0: Yeah, I'm. I was just thinking, but yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Um, I got two and a half beers for this.
1: They got two and a half beers. So that's good. All
0: right. right. I agree. Um, then Owen Hart fell from the rafters, and we had a 15 minute break, and then we had Jeff Jarrett and Deborah versus Val Venus and Nicole Bass. Joe, you want to give a shout out to Nicole okay. Bass?
1: Mm, what's the opposite <laughs> of sup
0: um goodbye I was thinking like I was just thinking of sup backwards which would be puss but no puss <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to say puss too they called ass. uh I think it's just like see you later <laughs> bitch
1: um so I, had a, I, had a, I had a couple JR quotes from this match actually surprising okay. yeah, JR quotes um jr said look at nicole bass's canines what are they bull mastiffs or great danes no that was
0: that was jerry lawler asking if they were uh bull mastiffs or great danes but uh, it was jr initiating the the conversation of asking it yes i had that written down
1: uh yeah talk in reference to deborah's puppies nicole bass apparently has canines um and then the other one is That's fair Nicole Bass or sorry, Nicole Bass rips off Deborah's clothing Truth. and uh and I think it was JR says Nicole Bass is going to the pound.
0: <laughs> I did not catch that. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: it's my so favorite, funny. Uh, It's, it's quote so from JR
2: it's... in this match was
3: oh
1: sorry.
0: I was gonna say it's so funny to see just like through the years how horny JR is just all the time.
1: Consistently. I mean, Jerry like, Lawler's
2: worse, but JR is like, pretty Lawler like overshines how you
0: know, like because Jerry Lawler is still with WWE, like we don't get to see it anymore. Like JR is still very horny. <laughs> like, and you can tell. Like I think it, well, it was like a couple months ago when Tony Storm debuted that he made some comments about Tony Storm or something like that and how good she looked. And it's like, oh, JR still, well, yeah, obviously, but JR saying not those lying. things, JR saying those things, though, kind of makes you cringe a little bit. And it's like, ah, oh, you're just a horny old man.
2: I uh, I found it hilarious that during this match, he said, Nicole Bass is the most unique looking female I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> if, if that makes you... uh. Really if if any of our listeners haven't seen Nicole Bass, just picture
0: her as the most unique woman he's ever seen
1: in picture, his entire life.
0: Picture China but Pic- like less attractive.
1: <laughs> picture picture the the teacher from Matilda but more mat ma- or muscular. <laughs> <laughs> What's her name? I don't remember her name. I don't remember either. French French Bowl. French Bowl. Yes. French Bowl. yes. Yeah. And yeah, and Instead of instead of like like I don't know I don't want to say fat bulge it was musk muscle that was Nicole Bass
0: um so the 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 faces I say quote unquote faces win in this match Val Venus and Nicole Bass they win in this match um and there was like this ongoing story of like being I guess attracted to Val Venus here and. They win and she goes to make out with him at the end of the match, and Jerry Lawler's just like, look, he's playing she's playing tonsil hockey with him, which is just like words I've never <laughs> heard to like it's it's just words I've never heard to, used to describe like making out with somebody called tonsil hockey. You ever heard like, that? I, I have, but like it's been a very long time, probably it's since, been a since while. the nineties. Like, yeah, yeah. is that's a nineties term right there. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then Val Venus just seemed to very much enjoy it
1: after the fact, even though he yeah, clearly didn't want and, it to begin with. And good thing he, he actually enjoyed it. Cause like he could have taken a call bass to, to court. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But not after
0: this match got 1.25 beers. Yeah. That's yeah. accurate. Yes, boy. All
1: right, next yes boy.
0: Next match. Um, this is probably the match I have the least amount of notes for. Billy Gunn mm-hmm. versus Road Dog. Uh, the new age outlaws are no more. They're facing each other here. And They're not friends. Yeah. Um, I will say, uh, this is I think the second match of the night that Tim White refed, and Billy Gunn just abused him here. He he tried to get him to suck it. But in a in a less DX way where like he he didn't he didn't chop his crotch. He he did a more like grab like fake grab your head and like suck my dick sort of motion to Tim White. And you know, you know how you feel about Tim White and his, his abuse yeah.
1: on this podcast. So yeah, oh poor by Tim the White. way, we didn't say it. Teddy Long ref the last match. Shout out Teddy w- Long. We said we were we said we were going to call it out whenever t- uh, Teddy Long refs the match.
0: I forgot the, uh, I forgot about that and I did notice it and I didn't write it down so thank you Joe. You're welcome. Um I don't really have anything else for this match though other than Tim boring. White being man- abused.
1: Yeah, they got 1.25 very- beers.
0: That is true and uh Billy Gunn wins. Billy Gunn getting a huge push here in uh, 1999. Which could mm. only lead, which could only lead to one thing: his release. No, Billion Chuck. No, in nineteen ninety nine. No, but it does go there, and he also does eventually get released. You guys are both correct. Nice, uh, but I think it's the next pay per view, and you will see. Um, Happens
2: right, the next pay per view.
0: I don't know what the next pay. You tell me what King of the
2: Rings, the next pay-per-view.
0: Then yes, it's the next pay-per-view. I'll just leave it at that. Um, this yeah, this got a beer and a quarter. And uh, the next match <laughs> was the corporate ministry versus the union eight-man tag team match. Elimination elimination, tag team elimination match. style. This was the big boss man Rip. viscera and APA versus test, mankind, big show, and Ken Shamrock. Boy, yo, uh,
2: having watched a lot of the old Survivor Series match, WWE had a really bad habit for the first, I don't know, 10 to 15 years of doing these elimination tag team matches where they would take two big men that they didn't know how to pin and they'd have them get counted out. And this happened all yep. the fucking time in the early 90s. At Survivor Series is throughout the 90s into what is now the late 90s during this pay-per-view. And yet again, here we are Viscera and Big Show just fight their way to the back. And they weren't even the legal competitors. And we
0: called them counted
2: out. <laughs> they just got counted out because they left. They got they got counted out as the non-legal competitors.
0: Because they didn't want them to look weak getting pinned in an eight-man tag team match. You could just have like three people team up on whoever. And have them hit all their finishing moves on that one guy, like that's yes. that's how you pin a person that you're trying to push still is like hit a bunch of finishers on them, like, yeah, they're not going to kick out of that, but like they also are never going to find themselves in that situation when they're fighting for a championship if that's where you're going with them.
1: at the but- same time, were they ever really trying to push viscera? No, but they did try
0: possibly. in the
2: mid '90s, but long before this happened. <laughs> when uh, he won King Miserable. of the Ring as Mabel, yeah,
0: yeah, in '95, yeah. Um, a couple, I think, what was it? A couple refs, a couple refs got bumped here. Yeah,
1: yeah. Teddy uh, Teddy Long ended up being one of the, I think, the last ref.
0: Yeah. Also, there was a fun fact during this match. Um, Tess used to be a former former Motley Crew bodyguard. I don't know if you guys knew that. I did. I learned that during this paper. I also did. It was crazy. Um, I don't really have anything else for this other than the fact that like I forgot that this was an elimination match until the first elimination <laughs> happened even though they said it like once this twice, wasn't the, I was this wasn't like, the match
1: that had multiple ref bumps by the way it, it, this one just had one ref bump it Oh, was okay. the next one I just, no, I next just one have, I have a note
0: that says Shamrock took out Mike Kyoto. That's all I wrote down. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, a couple countouts. Mankind ends up winning the match for the Union with a mandible claw and the big boss man. And this gets two and a quarter beers. Not something I would go back and watch.
2: Yeah, the Union's not something I even remember being a thing.
0: No, I didn't. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Yeah. All uh, right. Um. Next, we had Triple H versus The Rock.
1: But notes, I, notes I had for this match. So uh, background: The Rock had apparently broken his arm prior to this match, and he was wearing a cast. Um. Chad so some I wrote Cody. There. Yeah. Thanks. Uh. So I wrote Cody copied The Rock. Truth. <laughs> and then I. Oh, uh, I'll wait for the end for the other the other th- comment I wrote for it. This was like the first good match of the night.
0: (laughs) I will say like a classic nineties moment here where WWE got way too. I don't know. They, they went too far with the rock getting on commentary on the Spanish announce table and him trying to speak Spanish while triple H is next to the table and him just punching him a little bit, him saying the rock kicky, your monkey assy and saying that that was Spanish.
1: (laughs) No, I think that is a direct translation. To what? (laughs) The rock kicks your ass.
0: Your monkey ass or no? Yeah. So you think the word for monkey in Spanish is monkey?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Joe. I'm pretty sure. Joe.
0: I don't think that's right. I'm
1: going to let you look that up, though.
0: But I'm going to tell you right now
1: that's probably not right. Okay, thank you.
0: <laughs> okay, so
2: we just learned that Joe took zero Spanish in high school. I took a or, lot of Spanish. Or yeah. learned nothing from Spanish. I took a lot school. of Spanish,
0: but I don't remember the word for monkey.
2: Grow up, Chad. Wow. Um things that were important that happened during this match. Uh there was a lot of China attempting to interfere. And then at some point, mankind just got really fed up with that. And the mankind came out to help the rock. I think we might be getting our first
1: glimpse of the rock and sock connection here. Yeah, that's the comment I wanted to wait to talk about. Uh I wrote, "Please tell me Rock and Sock is coming soon."
0: I think it's coming at uh either the next pay-per-view or uh SummerSlam. I think is when it happens when yeah. they win the titles. Like I think they win the titles very soon.
2: Hell yeah. Well, that's
0: exciting. And they lose it very soon after that because WrestleMania 2000 has both of them competing against each other, but this match of very
2: unfortunately finished with a disqualification. And I was really disappointed by how good the match was up into that point. And then yeah. And I got yeah, like almost a him. whole beer after the match, though, if yeah. not a
0: whole beer yeah. and a half. Um yeah, there tri- was there was tri-
1: tri- a lot of blood.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say triple H bleeding, um, mankind coming out, making the save. Uh Earl uh, Hebner getting ref bumped. Someone
1: else got ref bumped. I don't remember who yeah. it was. I think yeah, Earl I Hebner remember. got knocked out twice. Actually, it might have been. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was a ref bump. He got back up. Ref bump again.
0: Earl Hebner, dude,
1: American hero. Um, <laughs> I texted you guys during this match because Rock was wearing a cast, and they kept on talking about how that was that was a weapons kind of a la how they did uh, D'Lo Brown's chest plate there. Uh, the heel commentator in this in this case was like yeah th- that's definitely a weapon uh, he can't have that in a match so i texted you guys i was like are we counting like if he does a forearm shot are we counting that as a weapon and literally as i sent send, send triple h tore the cast off of him and started hitting him with it and i was like never mind <laughs> yeah yeah it definitely counts
0: um yeah the like we said though that this match ends in disqualification the rock wins by dq um, that's got three and a quarter beers.
1: Yeah, and then we good had match. the main event. It, w- it was set up to be a good match, and then it was a DQ finish.
0: Yeah, uh, the main event: Stone Cold Steve Austin versus the Undertaker for the World Wrestling Federation Championship. Uh, there were supposed to be two special guest referees during this match. It's supposed to be Shane McMahon versus v- and Vince McMahon. Vince had a, uh, I guess, a kayfabe ankle injury
1: Uh, Yeah, during Sunday night heat prior to the pre-show.
0: Yeah. So Shane, uh, it looked like leading up to this point that Shane was going to be the only ref Pat Patterson comes out to ref the match. He gets taken out almost immediately before, but I think before the match even starts Um, and then. Chad's favorite wrestler, Shane McMahon, just puts I'm on a my show. favorite wrestler puts on a show. Who is your favorite wrestler, Chad?
2: Adam Cole. Oh, it's, so it's not <laughs> Jeff
0: Hardy anymore. Adam Cole. So it's Bay not. Bay. It's not Jeff Hardy. No. And it's not Shane McMahon. Never was. Should we just should we just keep a tally on Chad's favorite wrestlers and just be like, wow, Chad's favorite wrestlers are kind of fucked up people. And well, I, he, at this point, I feel like Adam Cole is bound to do something like really fucked up.
2: We did post on Twitter that he put the D in DMD this week. So he
1: did. He made that his bio. <laughs> I, I,
0: that's not fucked up. That's hilarious. It's pretty funny and also just like good for him. Yeah. Congrats, so, man. Both. Congrats on the sex. <laughs> <laughs> double sup yeah absolutely uh,
2: yeah so Shane McMahon comes out
0: Chad's favorite wrestler
2: not my favorite wrestler never has been um, by himself right. to be the lone referee uh, after he beats up Pat Patterson and sends Pat Patterson uh, back to the back um, the first ref bump of this match which is the absolutely. first ref bump of the match was the beating up of Pat Patterson by the other referee um,
0: well, Undertaker chokes Landon.
2: Truth, yeah, good point. I will say uh, when I was putting this into the beer uh, ratings database, this is not the uh, this is not the first time a Stone Cold Steve Austin Undertaker match has been the uh, number one match of a pay per view in the beer ratings. It's the third time. That's how many times we've seen this as the headlining match of a pay per view.
0: Let me look here. Uh. I'll get back to you guys on this. You guys keep talking about this match, and I'll tell you where when those things happened. Thank
2: well, the, the worst pay-per-view we've ever watched uh, is one of them. Yes. It's... <laughs> in beer ratings, not like Capital Carnage bad, like the worst one in beer ratings.
1: So this match, uh, once the match actually got started, it started off really slow. And just because the style of these two wrestlers when they stay in the ring isn't too beer drinking invoking I texted Chad and Dylan that I th- that I figured that this match was going to be really low on the beer ratings I was wrong because <laughs> uh, unlike when they stay in the ring when they go outside of the ring they uh, definitely use the environment and weapons a lot
2: and that was a match. no count outs match but clearly Shane McMahon was not going to count a count out yeah Or a three count. He wanted his uh, Undertaker to win uh, this match as part of the corporate ministry, which was the the storyline going on throughout the match. Uh, And was
1: Vince no longer part of the corporate ministry at this point? No, he
2: was kicked out in the last pay per view. But in the last pay per view, it was a big deal that they made it that Shane had taken over not just the corporate side, but also the ministry. So now he's in charge of both corporate and ministry, made the corporate ministry out of both of them. There's no Ministry of Darkness anymore. It's the corporate ministry, and Shane's in charge of all of it and WWE as a whole. He's like taking all that authority away from Vince.
1: Maybe that's what's about to happen in present
2: time, too. Well, Shane's not even in the company right now. And not I, right I, now. I, I hope he doesn't come back.
1: But he's your favorite. He's
2: not. Never has been. Um, things that he, were my favorite the in the world. Uh, I thought the end of this match was pretty entertaining. You finally had uh, Vince McMahon come out from the back limping his way with his supposed broken ankle um, to be the second referee. Um, He goes to start uh, getting involved and actually causes Undertaker to get a hold of Stone Cold and Stone Cold gets Undertaker, or Undertaker gets Stone Cold down the mat. Uh, Shane McMahon quickly counts a three um, and Undertaker actually takes the title off of Stone Cold Steve Austin here. Something I did not remember happening. Yeah, I didn't either.
0: Um, I do have an update here from the B-Ratings database. So, as far as mine go, this is only the second time that a true like Stone Cold versus Undertaker match has been the top-rated match. I do have, though, a Stone Cold versus Kane versus Undertaker from Breakdown in your house. Maybe that's was, the one I was saying. Which was one that was um, a top-rated match from that. that. I think that was the one where, like, if either of them could beat Austin, but they couldn't pin each other. And then I also have the Capital Carnage main event, Stone Cold versus Mankind versus Kane versus Undertaker. Uh, But those are the Mm -hmm. only Stone Cold. Oh, and then I also have from No Mercy last time, Stone Cold versus Triple H versus The Undertaker, triple threat match.
2: And then what's the other one where they were one-on-one?
0: Stone Cold versus The Undertaker, a singles match, in your house 15, a cold day in hell, which is the worst pay-per-view of all time that we've rated. It got 5.75 total beers, and it is in last Man. place at number 54.
2: That's that's Damn. not even a six-pack over a whole pay-per-view.
0: Not even a six-pack. So, yeah, definitely don't go back and watch that one.
2: Well, this Stone Cold match got three and a half beers on its own, so you're already halfway to a six-pack just in this match. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's true. Um, yeah, and this pay-per-view got a total of 15.75 beers which puts it at, I think, tied for 25th. Middle of the road. Which, I will say, I updated the beer ratings database. Yep. Tie, it ties it with Hell in a Cell from this year, NXT Stand and Deliver from this year, WrestleMania Night One from this year. All of those it's tied with. Those were all good shows. 15.75. I will say, also, I've updated... So, with updating the beer ratings database, do you guys want to? you guys know what the uh, the number to get into the top ten is now?
2: For beers in a pay per view?
0: No, beers into beers in a match. How so much be- si-
2: It's got to be like six. No, so that's I, too high.
0: I will say we have a tie for tenth place right now. at Four and a half. No, higher. Five point two five. Higher.
2: 5.75.
0: Higher. 6.5. 6. Six and a quarter is tied for 10th right now.
1: Oh that has God. to be every, all AEW.
0: I'll go down the or list right 90% now.
1: 90% AEW. The,
0: the War Games match, Black and Gold versus Team 2.0 is yeah. still number one. 11.75 beers. Uh, yeah. Stadium Stampede versus uh, or Inner Circle versus Pinnacle. Stadium Stampede is number two with nine beers. Um, Royal Rumble, 1998 is at number three with 8.75 the women's rumble from this year eight and a quarter anarchy in the arena number five was seven and a half um anarchy in the arena what was that oh that was, that was just, a,
2: yeah <laughs> <hell> or nothing <laughs> that just happened
0: <laughs> yeah uh it, it number was forgettable six, for me number six is actually a forgettable one it was Ch- cactus jack Chainsaw Charlie, Stone Cold, and Owen Hart versus
2: oh my God. Triple H, Sabio,
0: Sabio Omega, Vega, and the New Age Outlaws <laughs> in a non-sanctioned match, which got seven and a quarter beers. Uh, number seven is the men's Rumble from this year at seven beers. Number eight is the men's Survivor Series match from last year, Raw versus SmackDown. Six and three quarters of a beer, and then tied for ninth. So ninth, tenth, and eleventh. All at six and a quarter. Uh, Moxley versus uh Kojima, Kojima. And all out uh Bobby Lashley versus Drew Hell in a cell 2021 and then Royal Rumble 1999 6 and a quarter damn yeah so you need at least 6 and a quarter beers to get into the top 10 now pretty crazy you to drink
2: over a six pack just to make the top 10 so good luck wrestling
0: yeah i'm pretty sure by oh. the time by the time we catch up it's probably going to be in the I would say by the time we catch up with all the retro beer ratings, this shit is going to be somewhere in the. I would say eight beers is going to be tied for tenth.
2: Yeah, Royal Rumbles are going to start taking precedence here. They're going yeah. to start boosting this. In I'll
0: have to do. I'll and have TLC to do a. I'll have to do a Royal TLC, Rumble. Yeah, I'll have to do a Royal Rumble included in a Royal Rumble excluded top ten list.
2: Because yeah, Royal Rumbles are going to take like most of the top 10 eventually, except for maybe like those top three or four spots that are like nine plus.
0: Yeah. Stadium I would be shocked if one and, gets like 12. Yeah. If anything beats war games from this past year, I would be surprised. That was insane. Um, Insanely good. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the weekly recap then. Uh, let's start with SmackDown because I did watch this week. SmackDown came before rampage. Is, am I correct there, Chad? Yes. All right. So we started our money in the bank qualifying matches and I'll start by saying congrats (laughs) to Lacey Evans, uh, who qualified for money in the bank with, uh, a punch. So good for her. She used a punch, the women's right to win the match. It, It technically is her finishing move. Um, the thing I have the most problem with, which I think you guys can agree with, is the uh, Sheamus and Drew McIntyre Money in the Bank qualifying ladder match. Or not ladder match. Money in the Bank qualifier match. This ended in what? A disqualification or a count out or something? and Double ni- DQ. Double DQ, sure. Neither dude qualified for the match. Yep. What the fuck? That's
2: exactly what I wrote. What the fuck? Exact words. I have no idea. It was good before it ended like that, too. Like, I was enjoying it. They always
0: have good matches, but like, I don't understand this at all. (laughs) Like, why? What are we doing here? What was the fucking point of that? I don't know. I think the answer is quite literally, there was no point. It was a, a filler for a two hour show. I mean, it was a filler match, and they didn't even like fill the match (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't yeah (laughs) they didn't even have like an outcome like they they technically had an outcome of a double dq but like they didn't have an outcome of like who's in the who's in the money in the bank match now to this to like speaking like right now this is a thursday night we only have one person in the money in the bank match we'll talk about that later but in the men so there's more in the women's there's more in the women's but not
2: many more, but more.
0: Well, there's three in the women's, and that's because I think well we'll talk about it when you get to wrong, but yeah. More stuff on SmackDown. Um, is Ronda Rousey just one of the worst promos of all time?
2: One of the worst? she is so terrible on the mic. What was the exact quote? She was like
0: All right, so to so when Shots I think Shotzi challenged her for a championship match, and you guys can correct me when I'm wrong here, but she said, she asked the crowd in whatever city they were in, do you think that she deserves a title Shotzi? They cheered. And then she turned back to Shotzi and said, you're on skis.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what that's happened. The most
0: cringy <laughs> fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. What the
2: If fuck? they don't get Ronda Rousey a fucking manager here soon. Here, here's the internet hot take that I, I'm starting to agree with on Ronda Rousey, though. Um, Ronda Rousey is starting to feel like just another member of the roster. Yeah, she's not. She doesn't feel like this big time star that we brought in to be important to like change the game, you know, like she was when she first showed up. I agree. On Raw all those years ago.
0: I agree, and I think a lot of that has to do with like she lost and then left for what a year and a half, two years, two years, two ago. years, two years. I think a lot of it has to do with that, and then also went in her first match back she fucking lost to Charlotte.
2: The first that mania it wasn't her first match back, but it oh was yeah, mania she was match. in the Rumble. I forgot about the Rumble. She was in the Rumble and she had the Crown Jewel match, and then I don't even she had remember that team match. She had a tag team match to Crown Jewel with Naomi against Charlotte I and Sonya. Remember that? Yeah, she came out in the judo get up.
0: Oh, I remember that now.
2: Okay, there it was. Um, but yeah, her first big match, her title match at Mania, she loses. It makes her really just feel like one of the card, and like I'm already looking forward to who's going to beat Ronda and how they're going
1: to do it to get the belt off of her. Good point, Chad.
0: Yeah, great point.
1: <laughs> you you went a little uh, transformer. You, you pulled a on
0: there. I can't wait to hear that back on the or Joe can't wait to hear that back when he edits. Oh my God! Um, either way, the the people that are listening will understand what you're saying. Um, let's talk about Walter versus Ricochet. Wow, this was
1: Gunther. Gunther,
0: uh, sure. Um, I thought this was a good match, and I think the expected outcome from this show. Yeah. Right. I think we all expected Walter to win.
1: Yeah. Gunther.
0: Gunther. Yeah, sure. Gunther.
1: Yeah, he like kicked Ricochet in the face and it looked like it hurt. Real bad. Allegedly.
0: I will say that uh Gunther's chops this week, not the worst chops I've heard all week. As far as like how oh, they yeah. sounded you know which ones I'm talking about from Dynamite Chad? Yeah. You talk, oh, from Dynamite? Yeah. From Dynamite. I was thinking Kingston. Oh, I was. Uh, That's also from Dynamite. Oh, yeah.
2: You haven't watched the main event of no. Dominion. Jay White and Okada traded some fucking chops, but Dax Harwood and Will Ospreay's chops, I think is what you're talking about.
0: Yeah. Dax Harwood's chops on, on Will Ospreay this week on Dynamite. Insane. Well, oh Fabian Eichner's God. on NXT
2: were also insane.
0: You mean uh, Giovanni, Giovanni, Vinci. Giovanni, Leonardo da Vinci, Pizza, Michelangelo, <laughs> Raphael? <laughs>
1: JFK blown away. Well Don <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's a Billy Joel reference. It'sn't that bad. Yeah, I guess.
2: When Donatello da Vinci, um, his chops were pretty good. Yeah. Uh,
0: oh boy. Walter- this Gunther match was awesome though. Walter oh, is the new Intercontinental Champ. Are we excited? Do do so there's a lot of there's a lot of hot takes online that Walter Gunther is going to beat the honky Tonk man's um, Intercontinental Championship reign. Do we think that WWE has it in them to do that?
2: No, I don't he- think Gunther's going to stay at a mid-card level that long.
0: I could see it happening.
2: No, I think that they're proving with this early title that they are willing to give this guy a pretty big push. And I think this is just going to skyrocket him up the card. I, I think, see- one, he's going to be the first one to defend it on pay-per-view in a long time.
0: I yeah, that's hope what so. I was thinking, too. I hope so. Uh, if we don't get... I. Even if it's a fucking rematch between Gunther and Ricochet at Money in the Bank, I want that because the match was good and the match. At I kind of want Gunther
2: Bank... in the Money in the Bank.
0: No, not the. No, the Intercontinental because...
2: Champions like to make appearances in that match, and I think I... that Gunther is perfect for that match.
0: I agree. Yeah, I I could see that as well. It's just like if you're building him I up that see... way. If you're building him up that way, though, like you would you would think that he could win it. It it, it is a good excuse match for him not to win because like it's so, so many people in the match. I don't I know. I could
1: see I could see him being champ for like 2 years or something.
0: There's just so many rumors of other people winning that match.
1: I don't know. I could see him going up for the the main title, still as the champ. Yeah. Like ultimate warrior style, like intercontinental versus
0: I don't think that. I think like no. going I I think what I think going up for the championship, losing it eventually after so long, eventually losing his intercontinental championship. And then that's when he's like, I could see him having main event matches as the intercontinental champion.
1: I don't know. Cause once I think once he loses the intercontinental championship, it's a, uh, it's a sticky situation on, uh, how sticky, I was just thinking, if he loses the Intercontinental Championship, I don't think they can put. There's still some kind of some amount of period where they have to build him back up. I don't
2: so, know. Bobby don't Lashley think... won the U.S. title, lost the U.S. title one night, and the next night was the WWE champion. So, like I was gonna
0: say, I I don't <laughs> think so. I I think if he loses it in a certain kind of way, like yeah,
2: you lose it the right way. I think that easily Gunther's push could start oh. here and get to the main event.
1: Like maybe he doesn't have to be pinned, in order to lose his Ooh, title. Yes. Maybe a
0: triple tret match.
1: Yeah, there or are those, ways is that to get one him. Of the rule for a triple tret.
0: They are the rules for a triple tret.
1: Okay, so yeah, I guess that could work.
2: Thank God we all know the rules of the triple tret, Michael. Thank God. Um, <laughs> I'm glad then, we're all on the same page that Gunther winning this was a good thing, though.
1: Very good. Thing. Yeah, very good. Thing. It's good for the title, the, like the prestige of the title, and it's also good for Gunther as someone who jet, who's like. He's in his 30s, right? Yeah. yeah. So he's not He's not, He's not. not that young. But, you know, someone who just came up to the main roster, it's good for him to get that I don't think he's exposure. super old,
0: though. Yeah. I think he's in his mid-30s. You think he's mid? I think he's 35 34. or 36. Is he 34? 34. He's younger than Seth.
2: Oh, do you know his real name is Walter? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's why they changed his name. <laughs> That actually yeah. makes a lot of sense <laughs>
2: uh his names have included walter big daddy walter big van walter gotcha ping and gunther <laughs> <laughs> gotcha,
0: ping. <laughs> well i'm not gonna feel bad not that i ever did but i'm not gonna feel bad for calling him walter anymore
2: yeah because that's his real name so yeah, call him real
0: name fuck you joe <laughs> 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 holy shit um all right, let's talk about this main event, and let's talk about how smart Chad is. And I don't remember what Joe said last week, but I, I do remember what Chad said last week about Riddle getting a title shot on SmackDown very soon. So Riddle faced off against Rusty, aka Sami Zayn, in the main event for a shot to face Roman Reigns for the Undisputed Championship on SmackDown. Uh, he wins the match against Rusty, and he's got his match on SmackDown. And it's tomorrow, aka two days ago. If you're listening to this, and he lost, I'm going to say it right now. He lost to Roman Reigns. <laughs>
2: Zero. What if they? Cho- here's a here's a sort of I just thought of while we were on break. Actually, about this. What if? What if crazy thought because the Randy Orton thing they choose to prolong the Riddle thing by letting Whittle win. Whittle? Rid- riddle Whittle?
0: win. If we went, we'll like,
2: win. Disqualification.
0: I think that's what's gonna happen. I actually always You just said he was gonna lose. Oh shit. Your words loss. He lost. Sorry. He's not he's never winning that championship.
2: No, I agree with that. That that I agree with. But I think there um, might be some de- debauchery going on here to prolong Riddle's stay as the number one contender.
0: I yeah, I'll take my words back. What uh so what I should have said and what I, I had meant was. He's not the champ. Zero percent chance he went. He walks out of tomorrow, aka two days ago, as the champion. And when you're listening to this, you'll you'll realize how right I was. Um, I could definitely see him, especially with the Randy Orton news, getting that SummerSlam title shot, and them really building Riddle as this like fiery babyface number one contender leading into SummerSlam. And just having him go off against everybody and really making us believe that he could beat Roman Reigns at SummerSlam when in reality, we all know he's not going to.
1: Mm. He's He's not going going to. You never go against Roman Reigns.
0: Zero percent chance. Yeah.
1: I never would. At least
0: there will be a time clash of the castle where I think I might go against Roman Reigns. Yep. But (laughs) until then, like, I don't know. And the only way I'm going against Roman Reigns in that Clash at the Castle match is if they really define it as like, if Drew wins, he wins one of the belts. I don't see Roman losing both belts to Drew. I just don't.
1: Okay. Huh.
0: But What if it's only one belt to- by then? Well, you know, Chad, we've got a long way to go until that that, <laughs> that premium live event, and uh, luckily tonight's not the predictions for those. I will abstain. You guys got anything else for SmackDown?
1: Nope. No. Do
0: you guys have anything for Rampage other than Will Ospreay? Yes. Okay.
2: Uh, I want to point one thing out. I don't think you're going to have much of a debate on this one, but... Uh, the first two matches felt like I was watching three of the most boring wrestlers in all of wrestling. Jake Hager, Eddie Kingston, and Satnam Singh all had matches to start the show, and I think they're all boring. You, uh, I didn't realize you were such a big uh, Eddie Kingston hater. I'm not. I like his gimmick, and I like him on the mic. I just don't find him entertaining in the ring. So the match he's with Jake had,
1: Hager was boring. He's had good matches. I agree with
2: I, you. I, but he and his pa- and his wrestling style in the ring, I just find super boring.
0: I got to be okay. quite honest. Before you started talking, I was like, I don't remember any other matches on Rampage other than the Will Ospreay match. And even after you're talking about it now, I still don't remember this match.
2: That's how bad that Jake Hager Eddie Kingston match was because Jake Hager is so not good.
0: Terrible. Terrible. Eddie He's
2: boring. Eddie Kingston needs someone really good opposite him to make a great match. He
0: does, he does. And Eddie Kingston is very capable of having a great match, but you're exactly right. He needs an incredible wrestler across from him.
2: Speaking of incredible wrestlers, though, the main Wait, event. What, who? the <laughs> incredible wrestlers? Incredible wrestlers. Are we I talking said, about
0: Uncrustables now?
2: I love Uncrustables. They're so easy. Just take them out of the freezer. All right,
0: tell me how you, all right, real quick. How do you eat an Uncrustable? I just bite into it, Joe. What is there?
2: Is there other options, dude?
0: I'm pretty sure dude, there's bro- a lot of there's a lot of people like me out there, but, you know, like the little fringe edges on there. Yeah, I eat all the way 360 degrees around and I what nibble those f- off fuck? and then I bite into it. I'm telling you, dude, there's a lot of people out there like me I'm telling you,
1: I doubt it. I doubt it. I guarantee you. Absurd.
0: We only have like three listeners of the show. I bet you one of them has the same opinion. So
2: you're saying using that demographic, 33% of the people in the world. That's a lot the cr- though. That's a lot. You're saying 33% of the people in the world bite the edges off of Uncrustable for in the Uncrustable? No, that's ridiculous. That's
0: ridiculous. I would say, I would say at least 25%.
1: That's no, wild. I, I think so it's I'm less taking a that.
0: gamble saying one of our three listeners, but yeah, I bet you.
2: I'm gonna post it on Twitter. How do you eat an uncrustable? I eat the edges, or just bite, bite into it. I bet you we don't get any votes for your garbage. Do
1: it. That's really stupid. That's really that's really really dumb.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Do it. Why even eat an uncrustable if you're gonna eat the crust off first?
0: Well, why do you call it an uncrustable if you're called like quite literally, you just called it crust?
2: I think I like crust, though, so I'm not a problem yeah. with crust. Well, then why do you eat incrustables if you like crust? I don't have to make the sandwich. I just take it out of the freezer 30 minutes <laughs> before I eat it. That's
1: <laughs> very true. You don't true. have to anyway. You're married. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I'm the cook of the house, folks.
0: Joe, what were you trying to imply there?
2: That he tells women to get in the kitchen? <laughs> no. no <laughs>
3: No, no.
0: All right. Um, back to back to Rampage. As Chad tweets out this poll, I really hope I cry. I, I guarantee you, there's gonna be some weird people that follow us that say that they do what I do, and the poll numbers are gonna be skewed heavily in my direction. But we will see. Um, we we did have this Will Osprey match on Rampage. Um, he lost, which sucks because I love Will Osprey. Uh, but this match really had nothing of note here. Like, I don't even remember what it was. What, what was this? The six-man tag, right?
2: It was a six-man yeah. tag,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, like, he got pinned. It, there wasn't any crazy Will Ospreay spots here. It was mostly just, like, he was there, you know. I think the, the way better match was on Dynamite this week. It's just kind of disappointing that we got this match on Rampage.
2: Any yeah, loss? I think it's more. I think it's more frustrating that they had Will Osprey lose in his debut. I think that's really. That's my my. This is the first example of I think the issues between AEW and New Japan right now. Is like AEW is so unwilling to have FTR lose a tag team match that they lost. They made a, Will Osprey lose match in his debut.
0: Yeah, and I am. So we saw it at what the uh, Supercard of Honor. All the AEW people won the match. Every single one, every single match. Um, I think New Japan, and I think you're on the board with me here. New Japan's scared of like what's going to happen here at Forbidden Forbidden Door, uh, with AEW versus New Japan because they're afraid that AEW is going to come out on top in like all but like one or maybe two of the matches, and that's why like no big New Japan star is on this show other than Tanahashi and Osprey.
2: I mean, Jay White is on the Wikipedia page as defending, but it's against TBA because, like, because we don't even know yet. They don't. Even, they have not even agreed upon that
0: yet. I think there's only two outcomes here, but we'll talk about that when we meet the win.
2: Yeah, we'll talk more about that. I just think this is the the first example. Another example, I do want to mention real quick while I'm on the before I forget it. If you, did you see the four members of New Japan that were nominated to be the member of the All Atlantic tournament? The only one
0: that I know who they are is Ishii.
2: Well, I knew Clark Connors is. But like I don't he's know who that is real real low on the card. Like you're basically saying Ishii's winning that fucking four some of people.
0: As he probably should, because him and Miro going at it in that match is gonna be fucking awesome.
2: Yeah, but if, if any of the other three go in there, like look at the competition New Japan's putting up for this show, man.
0: It's First Tanahashi
2: versus Goto. Now this now Osprey's losing on AEW. Like this is gonna like this is gonna cause issues and then did you see the news report about the the Moxley match? No. Apparently, New Japan has tried to get Moxley versus Tanahashi for two and a half years. And ever since uh, Moxley signed with AEW, Tony Khan has been the one to shut it down. So he would not have that match unless it was under an AEW banner.
0: This just goes more towards Joe's take of Tony Khan being a comic book villain.
2: Yeah, it's all about him and AEW. And that's what makes me super worried about this. And it makes, really, me,
0: it makes me agree more and more every day with Joe. Yeah. And I, I don't
2: want to like completely be like, it's all AEW's fault. Cause like I know New Japan has been hard to work with because I've seen other companies say the same thing. But like,
0: well, yeah, they they're their, both
2: protecting their own companies while trying to do a, a blended card. That's hard to do.
0: They've had their travel bans and shit over the last two years too, as well. Like that's kind of like really thrown things off. Um, but yeah. It, we can get more into this when we talk about Dynamite. Let's get into Raw. Um, I don't have a whole lot of notes for Raw. Raw sucked. It really sucked. It was not good. What was Joe? there, one good
2: match on this card?
0: Joe, uh, did you think there was any more than one good match on Raw?
1: Uh, I can't think of any because the the first match of the night was good.
2: Oh, yeah, two. I'll give you the first match of the night was also good.
0: I don't even remember what the first
1: match oh, was. Yeah, Is that
2: Remy and men. Montez Ford was good.
0: Who and Montez?
2: Jimmy Uso. Yeah, I think I spaced match.
0: out during that because I knew it was going to be good, but not nothing of note. You know, like what? The, what was the point of it?
1: I mean, Montez Ford in singles competition. Fun always, to watch, yeah.
0: But like, no, they didn't even talk about stakes. Like, I'm assuming, I, who won? Jimmy Uso. Yeah, so the the profits don't even are are one step further away from a tag team title shot yeah yep so like what's the point what's the point of even watching that match
2: you know you you make a really good point but i was just saying the match was good you didn't have to you just shit on my my opinions you know?
0: well we're just talking we just <laughs> let off with like the fact that raw sucked and like i'm just hammering i don't know
2: home. the one of the it two was- matches that was good had no
0: point i agree
1: well yeah i mean they are they are eventually like so so here's the interesting thing, right? The last feud that the Usos had, they lost like every singles match leading up to it and then retained the titles and won the other titles. Mm-hmm. What if it's the opposite this time?
0: I don't think the Usos are losing the undisputed, unified, undenied, whatever the fuck tag titles this early, though.
2: I don't I mean, think... They haven't the SmackDown I mean, titles for almost a year.
1: You, you you have my opinion on the unified titles. I don't agree with it. I don't think you guys do either. No. I don't agree with unifying any so, of the
0: titles unless we're so, going um, unless we're going to call unless Michael Cole is going to come on Raw or SmackDown, whichever brand and say that the brand split is over, we should not be unifying titles. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Cole has to say it.
2: And then we had that one week where we talked about they were they were doing the brand split and we had a couple of people move back and forth. But like, in all honesty, the only people moving back and forth right now are Riddle and the Usos.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Everyone I'm else not
2: is not staying
1: on their shows, which makes I'm sense. I'm not a fan. But nope, there's there's no number fucking one guy on Raw or they can't really be. Because he's got to go to SmackDown and do it because Roman Reigns doesn't show up. on No, I, Raw. Agree. I agree. We should break the the
2: split apart, but I'm I mean break the titles apart. But I'm I don't think we're actually doing a brand 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 split anymore. I can't fucking talk at all today. You really are. Yeah, you're, you're doing real bad. I
1: also just
0: figured out who could be Roman's uh, competitor at SummerSlam if not uh, Riddle again. AJ Styles. We said it, AJ and and AJ. If it's not AJ as well. Bobby Lashley,
1: dude.
2: Yeah. Oh boy, yeah. He kept making the the references to the being the ti- the champ.
1: Yep. Well, I th- I, I I think there's and he's really good at posing.
0: He... <laughs> Shut up. Should we should we should we should we even give any amount of time towards that? That was the main event. That's all I have to I, say. I, I,
1: I just. Want... <laughs> yeah, it was stupid. Roman uh, versus I just Theory. Want... There we go. I just want to point out that. I think that Bobby Lashley is in the United States Championship picture now, and while I don't know if that's the right place for him, I, I mean, I can't see Austin Theory retaining against him
2: without some kind of like weird,
1: yeah, thing yeah. going on.
0: He'll retain, but it'll be with some fuck, 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 some fuck fuckery, fuckery, yeah, some fuckery. like almost,
1: yeah. and his the other guy MVP, invop, M-v- MVP. MVP. M-v-p-, M-v-p- Oh, did you see see the news about MVP?
0: Oh, him and Jericho? Yeah,
2: Him and Jericho. Did you hear more about that? Did you read some of the articles?
0: No, because I saw it was behind a paywall.
2: Uh, There was rumor, and this is alleged, I will say it for legal purposes, allegedly, MVP confronted Jericho about where his wife was on January 6th. And that was what started the argument, which concluded with Jericho saying, I don't fight jobbers and getting into an elevator and walking away. (laughs) But Damn. allegedly, Jericho's wife was uh, at the January 6th riot.
1: Yeah, we've talked about that before on the pod. Have we? Yeah, it was a long time ago. Chad was there. Well, I don't remember that. And now I don't want to cheer for Jericho that much anymore. I, I think his have response you ever, was... Have
0: you wanted to, though, in the past three months?
1: No, not since he's done this stupid gimmick. I think, I think Chad, your response was, Oh, no. Now I don't want to cheer for Jericho anymore. Well, there oh, we go. That's how I feel now. Now it's settled.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say the one thing I really loved from Raw, other than the match of the night, we can get to that. However, Money in the Bank qualifier tag team match. Liv Morgan and Alexa Bliss teamed up. Sup, sup, sup. Sup, sup. <laughs> My goodness. And if... Neither of them win Money in the Bank, which I don't think either of them will. Uh, and if we ever bring the fucking women's tag team titles back, yes, well, yes, boy, yes,
1: yes boy. John and, and Vincent Kennedy McMahon are the are the women's tag team champions right now. I oh, don't say that; that's so bad.
0: It's not true at all. <laughs> Joe's lying. Um, put, it, put it on Alexa and Liv because sup sup. To, right before
2: that, I will say another thing about the women's money in the bank that's kind of intriguing to me is this like unhinged Becky Lynch right now. Yeah, like, she's got some really win. great promos, and I think she's her or Lacey Evans are like my picks right now.
0: Now, nah, Becky's I think Becky and Seth are both gonna win.
2: They're on the poster. How often does the person on the poster win money in the bank?
0: How often does it not happen, and why would that why would WWE not want to swerve you?
2: Okay, you ask really great questions.
0: And also, does the Seth thing not make sense with what we've been talking no, I, about? No, I already already have Seth penciled in. And Becky winning. <laughs> I did see this funny thing on Twitter today with um, Becky wins money in the bank. And then uh, on Raw, like some random wink, Bianca and Dana Brooke are having a match. And Becky decides to cash in and make it a triple threat match. And she pins Dana Brooke. <laughs> after she cashes in uh, while it's a triple threat match and the referee awards her the 24-7 championship (laughs) instead of the Raw Women's Championship. (laughs) I would not put it it past WWE, but oh my god that would be so fucking funny and also just make me so mad at the same time.
2: Are you 100% confident Bianca's winning at Money in the Bank?
0: over oh Rhea um yeah yeah I'm picking Bianca right now
2: I think I'm leaning Bianca right now but I'm not as confident as you are on that
0: no I'm Bianca only because like if if I'm gonna pick heels to win money in the bank I'm gonna need face champions that's my that's my thought right now right now at this moment
2: sure that makes sense
0: like I said like I said a month and a half before uh Double or Nothing happened when I said CM Punk had a 1% chance of winning. Oh, yeah, he won. Uh, yeah, he won. So
3: yeah.
0: I can be wrong, and I will be wrong many times after this, even though I am the mm-hmm. champion. Uh, let's talk about the Seth Rollins and AJ Styles match. My God. Match this of the week. This got a good time slot. Was this match of the week?
2: Uh, WWE no. match of the week. WWE not match, match of, the week. of the week, but definitely.
1: Dynamite had... The match of the uh, week. Osprey had a singles match, dude.
0: Oh yeah, Osprey had a singles match, and also that fucking ladder match. <laughs> that ladder match was, that ladder match was insane. Um, but yeah, this is the WWE match of the week. Um, Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles Money in the Bank qualifier match. Um, I did not think we would have a qualifier match of this caliber, to start with. Well, we AJ, didn't start with it.
2: We started with Sheamus versus Drew. Uh, Got you. him.
0: <laughs> even the No, I was going was so even, good. I was I, I was quite literally about to say even of that caliber but I'm giving Seamus too many props there, so.
2: That was a good match until it it was ended the way it
0: it really was. Seamus and Drew always put a good good match, though. This this match, though, Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. My God, this was just pure art in the ring. Seth Rollins on the fucking run of his life.
1: Two of the best of all time.
0: I would say Seth Rollins is having, uh, I, I would say Seth Rollins is a wrestler of the year to this point.
1: Damn. Wow, that's a lofty. Most of the year, it's been his the, the Cody feud.
0: I, I agree. Most of the year, he's been losing. But I'm, uh, I'm talking about putting on quality matches. We started the year with the Seth Rollins Shield entrance at Royal Rumble. Oh,
2: yeah. fuck yeah, dude. That and started. Then it was... And
0: I, I don't remember what he had at day one, if he had anything at all. I'm sure he did because that technically started the year, but Seth Rollins has had a hell of a fucking year.
1: Yeah. I mean, he did have that, that stuff with uh, where he was best friends with Kevin Owens and they were trying to go for the tag titles. That right? was, there was good that too.
0: What, uh, there was that as yeah. well. And he, he's just been putting on fucking banger after banger, whether, Oh,
2: he Seth Rollins was in the fatal five way that in the main event of day one to crown the WWE champion that Brock Lesnar won.
0: Oh fuck me. Okay, so maybe that wasn't that great, but we all knew Brock Lesnar was winning that match. Yeah, and Seth probably, from my memory, looked pretty good in that match. So,
2: I mean, he looked really good in that Roman Reigns match. Yeah,
0: he also wrestled really well, didn't he?
2: Yeah, yeah. total dude stuff.
0: <laughs> I agree. Oh, but, uh, let's when-
2: not talk about elimination chamber though, because if you don't remember, um, I don't. The first person eliminated in the Elimination Chamber was Seth Rollins,
0: but that was the Brock Lesnar show, wasn't it?
2: Yes, yes, yeah. yeah, the one yeah. that I was Don't so care. mad about.
0: Don't care. Let's not talk about that again. Let's let's not have that be our next Rollins and Fiend Hell in a Cell match. Let's just have that be the the thing we hate the most. Um, you guys have anything else for Raw?
1: No. Um, reemphasize how bad the reemphasize off. the fact that they had a pose off
0: oh real quick actually Elias is coming next week
1: uh, yeah. oh yeah yeah that's gonna
2: be weird I don't know how they're gonna do that
0: probably a video
2: uh I'm kind of they
0: say he's that, doing a live
1: concert I'm kind of thinking um, that it's going to be like he shows up and he looks like Ezekiel and he's like what I shaved
0: oh something God, like that, that would be so bad that would be bad I could also see it being a an actual reveal of like Ezekiel wearing a fake beard and Owens coming out and ripping it off. And that being the reveal that they're the same person. I don't know. I think this week is going to be the the week that WWE decides to pull the trigger on that. They're the same person.
1: I don't know. We'll see. I saw, I saw one call for having Damian Sandow being Elias. Yeah, he's <laughs> retired from NWA, so like he's technically available.
0: That's actually hilarious. That would be so funny. Doing yeah,
2: he just uh retired from wrestling on NWA's Always Ready, so sure, he's available. Is
1: he does he have a beard right now?
0: Yeah, yeah, but how long of a
2: beard? It's not as long as Elias's. It's like a
0: shorter beard, but it's there. Mm, interesting. All right, um, NXT. We had uh, the Creeds versus Anafi and Blade. I thought this
1: was good.
2: Yeah, I thought this was Blade and Na'vi's best match.
1: Yeah, and like, yeah, they didn't carry it, but no, but it wasn't their good. role to carry
0: it. They're good, and they're also funny, which is yeah, one of my favorite things in wrestling is like if you can be funny, I'm gonna cheer for you.
1: Do you think that uh, Great American Bash is gonna be the the final the final call for? roger Roderick Strong and Diamond Mine. That the implosions coming next week. No, it could be. Yeah, because this this week. When is after... Great American
0: Bash? Is it the week of it's... uh money in the bank?
1: I don't know. I don't remember. Uh but we, yeah.
0: We have we have right. So right right now we have this this episode right here. Next week we have forbidden door predictions. The week after that, we have those B ratings and money in the bank predictions. I think that's when Great American Bash is.
2: It's July 5th. Okay, oh, so that makes week, sense.
0: It's the week after Money in the Bank.
2: Yes. Yeah. Which so we're not going to be on the same episode. We're not episode. doing predictions
1: for it, but... It'll be on the same episode as our Money in the Bank uh, beer ratings. Yeah, so, so this week yeah. after the Creed Brothers retained their titles, they shook Anafi and Blade's hand, and uh, Roderick Strong wasn't happy about that. And it just, he walked away, leaving the rest of them dumbfounded. So, yeah, it's coming. I, I, he's done. He's yeah. done with it. He yeah. He's so um, angry. Speaking of
0: tag teams, uh maybe the next tag team champions, the the dyad?
1: Oh my you god. Know? You talking about Grizzled Young vets? Ooh. Is that who we're assuming or is it someone like confirmed that yet? No, no, th- no confirmed it's not it. It, it's not confirmed, but I saw I saw their wrestling style and it was they they weren't like I didn't think they the, they were the worst wrestlers in the world, like just two randos that that just started. Uh, and then I watched th- their finishing move, uh, you know, Grizzled Young Vets did the thing where the one of them picked him up and then it, it was a, uh, what, the, what was it? It was like a, oh God, I don't remember anymore. I looked, either I looked either it way, up. they do a
0: DDT now.
1: Yeah. It's like an assisted DDT. Uh, GYV did something, something similar where it was assisted. I texted you guys earlier this week. Um, So kind of similar finishing move. They weren't terrible in the ring. I looked up their heights and I looked at the picture with uh, Joe Gacy and the dyad and their heights are pretty similar to what you would expect. It's the heights that got me at the end of the match. Like uh, their wrestling style is like, okay, I could see
2: it, but like not exactly. And then they stood next to Joe Gacy. And I was like, their heights do look like they could be GYV. I was going to say, like
0: they're good enough wrestlers to be able to change their style a little bit and make you think like it it wasn't them. But like, when was the last time we saw GYV? Like April, it makes total sense.
1: Yeah. I think, I think GYV Gibson and Drake are, are the dyad. Not that I'm excited about that, but it, it'll be No, good I'm not at all, especially
0: when, it, when they change their names.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: they're gonna they're gonna change their names to quite literally Diad or Druid One, Druid Two. <laughs> Which one would be Druid One? The taller one. Gibson. Gibson. Yeah, I agree. All right. Um, real quick, um, I just want to say this. I had no idea Lash Legend was a former WNBA player. Yeah, I knew and that. that she was really fucking good at basketball.
2: Yeah, she was like drafting the first round. And then because COVID, she was like, no, I'm not waiting to play because she wasn't sure if the would be coming to come back.
0: That was insane to me that they waited this long to tell us about that.
2: They mentioned that she played for Mississippi State on her first introduction on the first episode of Lash Legend, but not that she was a WNBA draftee or anything like that. That's how I knew she was a basketball player, because I remember watching her at Mississippi State.
0: You should be flaunting that shit, not waiting six months after you debut to tell us about that. I might care a little bit more about you, but
1: that's a good point. I haven't cared about her
0: at all to this point.
1: Honest question. Have you ever watched a WNBA game? Yes. Yes. Hmm. We
0: watch a lot of sports, though. Yeah, We're, I watch. Yeah, I watch. Wait, I dude, I watched the first round of the U.S. Open today.
2: I know. Oh, yeah. I did not watch golf today. I caught up on golf. Is, golf is fun to watch now. When but I, I do play like, golf, so I can't the, WNBA. Watch. the WNBA.
0: The WNBA is fun to watch.
2: I do enjoy watching oh, yeah. WNBA. Yeah. So I will yeah. say,
0: Joe. I will say, Joe. Um, I haven't watched a whole lot of WNBA when I'm yeah. not gambling on it. Sure, so I will say that, mm-hmm. but.
2: I watch the playoffs more than I've ever watched. Like I don't think
0: I've ever watched a regular yeah, season game, dude. I don't even watch the NBA really until the playoffs come. So like, really, yeah, it's the WNBA playoffs. Yeah, like sports have seasons, man. Like football season, but other than the WWE, like which is is which is sports entertainment, obviously. Um, football has its own thing, September to February. Basketball, I start watching after the Super Bowl along with college basketball. Baseball, I almost never watch. I catch it sometimes in the summer. Golf is almost World year-round. World Series. Yeah, I watch the World Series, maybe some of the playoffs. Golf is year-round, but I really watch the majors. College softball is, like, right now. I watch I catch some of that. Like, sports just comes in seasons, and I watch the big stuff. Other than the NFL, like, <clears throat> and, like, hockey playoffs are right now, too. So, I watch those. Yeah, go Bolts. Ew, gross bandwagon. Eh. Yeah, gross. Yeah, go caps, Chad. Yeah, all caps. First it's round right. exits all day. Let's go, dude. Um, back to wrestling though, which is a year round sport entertainment. Um,
2: I got a pro, I got a pro from NXT. Pro big, from NXT, a big plus. All right. I think Cameron Grimes is going heel. Uh, and I love it, and I think that him versus Braun Breaker is an excellent way to go for Great American
0: Bash. I could see him doing the full heel turn at the Bash and then having another match down the line like two weeks after that. like a Where he wins the title? No. I don't think he wins the the
1: title.
2: I I do think he's going to get the two-match treatment like Gacy did. And I think I'm way more excited for a Cameron grimes Breaker match than I ever was about a Gacy match period. You say
0: two-match treatment that Gacy got, but I feel like Gacy got like five fucking matches. That's just how long and drawn out that felt, and I fucking hated it.
2: No, he got like stuff on the card, but he didn't get a match. He only got two matches.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, it felt that drawn out, and it felt like they had that many matches. It was just rough. Um,
2: Well, I'm hoping this one doesn't get drawn out
0: then. Yeah, I agree. Uh, should we talk about NXT and how they Released. were uh, pre-taped this week and what that meant for yeah. this week's NXT? <laughs> yeah,
2: because they had a the live tour they were doing the this month. They chose to pre-tape the whole month of June.
1: Yeah.
0: So what that what that meant? Go ahead, Joe.
1: Yeah. So I I didn't read the article that it was pre-taped. So. I was really confused because this weekend, uh the man of Dylan's dreams, two dimes straight out of Joe Burrow Junior. Uh he, he got released from the company. So and then we get to a Wednesday night and he's getting a promotion. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? He's getting a promotion from uh <laughs> from the the Italian stallion himself.
0: Giovanno uh, Leonardo da Vinci?
1: No, the other guy.
0: Tony D'Angelo?
1: Tony D'Angelo. Yeah, he's getting a promotion from Tony D'Angelo. And then the article also talked about how he's going to be on the show next week. Or, Well, I read the article after this. So I was really confused. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And that's when I texted these guys. And I was like, well, was this pre-taped? And I already pretty much knew the answer at that point.
0: Yeah, the answer was yes. I can't tell if Chad's frozen or not. Never mind. No, he just frozen. doesn't
1: give a shit about this conversation. Yeah, he
0: doesn't care at all. <laughs> no, I was listening. I was listening to Um yeah. Joe Joe put it very eloquently, and I really don't have anything else to say. I don't know why I'm talking right now. Chad.
2: Uh are you are you upset or sad that you're losing stacks on your weekly programming? No, I don't that's care. not stacks. It's two
1: dimes. Girl. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's, that sorry, is two dimes for losing. I'm
0: not upset because I'm not gay. <laughs> but I <Okay>. I
1: like <laughs> You were upset when Odyssey Jones Got injured
0: because he was a favorite wrestler of mine. Two Dimes was not a favorite wrestler of mine. I just thought he was an attractive man. Okay, I'm not, ups- I'm not upset for that fact. I don't. I don't know if that's like bad to say. I think. I think I'm fair in saying that.
1: No, I mean he was. He had his first match. His first like pay per view match. I meant like in the was...
0: fact that like I'm not upset about it in the reasoning, but. Yeah.
2: I just I I don't know if you talked about it, I couldn't I wasn't paying all the attention. I'm just going to not bullshit. Did you mention you really the fact that <laughs> <paying> attention? You <laughs> did you mention shit? Did you mention the fact that he was uh there was a policy violation and that he did something wrong?
0: I don't know what it was though. Yeah, he, he apologized
2: on 12 social media for whatever he did. So clearly he knows he did something wrong and it's a policy violation. Cool. So it's got to be some kind of like drug or steroid yeah, it's, yeah assuming, it's a wellness
1: policy.
0: I would assume so, but like I don't know what it was at this point. They never—they never tell us exactly what it was. Oh, you think it's coke?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean they are in Florida. That's aggressive. Coke is not aggressive. I was going to say it was marijuana, but you know, well, I guess we'll just jump to level two. Uh, marijuana, I thought got taken off of their their list of things that'll get you fired. I think I read Did something it? about that. I think dude, so.
0: Riddle is making so many 420 jokes. Yeah, it doesn't mean no they're way. allowed to
1: do it. No, I, I, I think it. I think it got taken off of the the drugs that they're not I, allowed I think to.
0: Joe's right, dude.
1: Yeah, and, I think and it's recent.
0: I, I think it's recent. But
1: yeah, it was within
2: the year. No, marijuana is definitely still on there.
0: That makes zero sense with how much Riddle talks about it.
2: Yeah, I'm literally looking at the substance abuse policy that was updated in April of 2022 and marijuana is still a $2,500 fine.
0: Oh, a fine. fine. It's not no, Riddle, Riddle just gets fined every week.
2: Yeah, I think he gets fined $2,500 every week.
0: Yeah, he can afford that. Just smoke some pot, dude. He loves pot. You can tell. Riddle loves pot. Don't we all? <laughs> I wouldn't know yet i get out of that place in less than a year though um real quick uh other stuff from NXT we had leonardo da vinci giovanni vinci take donatello down donatello da vinci donatello he beat somebody uh i i the only the only thing i, kn- I took from that was that wade barrett called him quite literally the Italian stallion. So I'd like to take credit for that.
2: This was a super fun debut for me. I know it was like a return and a rebrand, but like it was, a he re, was it was a re debut. It was a re debut with a new character, but the crowd was into it. He was like having fun with it.
0: It wasn't like a quick, like four second squash match. Tell you what I don't like about Da Vinci's new character. This is his entrance. Oh yeah. Like the, the, like the pause photo, like the, the photo photography thing. Yeah. Where he, like, stares at the
2: camera and smiles and then, like, takes a picture and just sits there for a second?
0: Yeah, not a fan.
2: Yeah, that's not good. But his his in-ring moveset was awesome. The look was good. The, the fan response was great. I think this is a good thing for Fabian Eichner. Donatello Da Vinci.
0: Yeah. Rafael Da Vinci's definitely got some things going for him here. Uh, and then the faces take down Toxic Attraction in the main event, which was Indy Hartwell. Cora Jade and uh, Roxy, um, they took down Toxic Attraction.
2: Gigi Dolan got hurt. No, really? And I don't think it's a serious injury, but if you watch the match, and she I confirmed this I confirmed this on the internet afterwards, um, uh, Cora Jade did a big top rope move and landed very awkwardly on the chest of Gigi Dolan. I think she oh. just took the wind out of her.
0: Oh, thank God. But
2: when Roxy got tagged in, she went to pick her up. Um, to do Roxy's finisher and Gigi Dolan shook her head. No, like she couldn't get up. So Roxy just laid down on top of her, got the three count and moved on. And they quickly moved the camera off Gigi Dolan. And then when the toxic traction ran away, they ran away without her. And the camera was like watching them because they were still I didn't attending. Even notice to- that
0: Cause I was kind of half paying attention, which is what I normally do with all the weekly stuff.
2: The internet confirmed it's not a major injury, though, because she did make an she appearance at the local events. Either
0: cracked a rib or just got the wind knocked out of her. Like, uh, yeah, uh, that's what I would assume. Uh, but she made uh, appearances
2: at the the the
0: live events for NXT. Teas and week. peas to Gigi. Sup? <laughs> Teas and peas. Hope yeah. All right. It
1: looks like it looks like marijuana uh, is viewed <laughs> the same way as alcohol. So it says for positive marijuana drug tests. Uh, you'll get a twenty-five hundred dollar fine. It doesn't say anything about a suspension, and the positive alcohol substance test, same thing. But all the other ones talk about, like if you pop for anything else, it says if you pop for this, uh, for anything other than alcohol or marijuana, it's a thirty-day suspension. Fo- second violation, sixty-day. Third violation, ninety-day. Which, so, if that's a, if it's a
2: temporary suspension for drugs, and this is a policy violation that he got fought, fired for, it's got to be something bigger than just a drug test.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think. It, it They did say wellness policy, but, but it also like, said uh, if it's an illegal substance, you're subject to immediate dismissal. Uh, so if someone's so low on the card, I could understand. Yeah, I just don't know just, if like it a was, one, it was either one drug like, test and he's immediately gone.
0: It was either like he's so low on the card and he did like ecstasy and is just like, yeah, fuck it. Let's just release him. Or they're following their policy and the dude was doing like crocodile and was trying to like flesh eat people. I don't fucking know. Are you no, doing I'm, bath
1: salt in a locker room?
3: Yeah, bath salts. I'm thinking,
1: <laughs> I'm thinking it was a one time thing, and it's just because he's so new to the company. They're like, "Dude, you've been here six months, and you can't listen. Get out." Is what maybe, I'm thinking. Maybe he was that. like
2: in the performance center with a needle in his arm, and they were like, "Nah, I, dude, that's just like too much for us."
1: I, I also, I also read that there that it was like an amicable split, and it didn't seem like it was it was something that is like you can't come back from it. So yeah, he said he in his
2: Twitter response oh, that he was like, I made a mistake. Uh, I'm going to re- be responsible for it. Thanks for all the support from the fans.
1: And then he said, I'll be back.
2: Yeah, he did say that.
0: Well, shout out to Dime slash Joe Burrow Jr. Uh, let's move on to Dynamite then.
1: Uh, yeah, we good started.
0: Show. Yeah, good. I would say good for the most part. It started uh, out. I, with would the great-ish, the I would say great ish. I would say great ish show. It wasn't great, but it was better than good.
1: Well, it didn't start out with the best segment of the show. I guess oh, second yeah, we had segment. the
0: hair versus hair match, which I did thought this come was good, though, which did come before uh, the best Bloody yeah, guys, Chad,
2: I saw an article that said they originally posted it was July 14th and they the same day they posted July 14th. They changed it and reposted June 14th because I saw both pictures side by side. So
0: I would just like an apology and uh, maybe a confession that you're a big, dumb, stupid head. Well, n- no. What I saw was correct, and someone
2: confirmed that I was right. But it, what I saw was wrong, and you were right.
1: So, so you're both wrong. No, so we I were was both never right wrong. and both wrong. I was never All right, so, He told me I so, was wrong, but I did see something that was
0: posted. When so was everybody? I wrong? Well, he said what I saw was wrong,
2: and it was definitely there. So everybody except Dylan was wrong. Okay, that's just me. <laughs>
0: so chad was wrong chad can you just admit that you were wrong
2: i said you were right go fuck yourself
0: no can you but admit you that, you that you were wrong, wrong not that i was right
2: no what i saw
0: was something they actually posted no, no, no. so
2: i'm not gonna no, sit no, there I and say that, I... that
1: you were wrong no so so everything you said was factual
2: everything i said was something that AEW themselves posted that's
1: not what that you're, you're mm-hmm. avoiding the question answer the question did you put out i provided information? factual information provided from AEW at the time you you provided uh, like false information put out by AEW doesn't that matter awesome. who put it out yeah. first you yeah. provided
2: yeah. false information i provided information from the company that makes the decisions regarding whether that match occurs in july or june and it was wrong that's not my fault they, that's what they, they, they put out
1: um, we're not blaming you was the question the, it the, here's here, wait, here's the question a better on the question. table is did you put out wrong information i put out whatever AEW told me to put out okay a, a
0: simple yes would <laughs> suffice here here's here's,
1: here's, You're going to here's what
0: I'll say. Did you provide wrong information? Yes. Yeah, we had the hair versus hair match. <laughs> I'll
1: just edit it and I'll put "Yes, boy" right in the middle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, boy. Um, this was rough. Chad, can also, yes boy? I can't believe Chad. Yeah, <laughs> just say, wait, Chad. Um, I was trying to think of a a. Chad, is Auburn the best school in the SEC?
2: Uh, they are not the best school in the SEC. They are uh, academically, by far. I mean, academically, they're they're uh, upper echelon, Jesus but not Christ. the best. Joe, yep. cut
0: this shit. <laughs> All right. This hair versus hair match. Uh, why did Jericho not win this? This doesn't make any fucking sense.
2: Jericho did win this.
0: Or why did he not lose this, I mean?
2: Because... Jericho wasn't cutting his rock star hair. And if you ever thought he was gonna win that
1: lose this match, you were didn't we talk high. about this a few
0: weeks ago? You, like we all you, thought that he was gonna
1: it. lose. It, it was just you. No, just oh, you.
0: Okay. You I thought, you he, thought was he was gonna lose
1: because he was going bald.
0: Yeah, I would have loved to see that.
2: Yeah, but no, he's a rock star, dude. He's not cutting that fucking hair.
0: He's not a rock star.
2: He's touring he a, this he summer with Fozzie. He
0: is a yeah, that was a joke. it's not it wasn't a joke, but it was it was that was wrong information right there, Chad. He is a rock star. Oh, is that um, what that looks like? Yeah. It looks like this.
1: Thanks, so. you Well, you're, fat. you're familiar
0: with that. Um, So, I don't remember what happened at the end, even though this was last night, but eventually uh, some shit breaks out in the ring, and then Fuego Del Sol uh, comes out and beats the shit out of somebody, and you're like, why is Fuego Del Sol out here? He hit
2: Ortiz with like a crowbar or, or, like a, or a piece of oh, metal yeah, or something. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, lead, pipe.
0: That's, lead reason, pipe. that's the reason. That's the reason that Ortiz loses the match, and then you're like, "Why the fuck is Fuego del Sol out here? How many people does Chris Jericho having his his fucking appreciation society?" And uh, come to find out that Fuego del Sol is is actually a heel, fully Sammy Guevara, and I absolutely fucking loved this reveal because yeah, I'm just I did not Sammy's a heel. I did not think that. It, I did not think that they they got me. And I think Joe, you're on the same page with me here.
1: Yeah, I was
2: got, I got, got,
0: I got, got, Chad, I was so
2: confused. I'm definitely got, got, I had no idea what the fuck was going on. But as soon as I noticed that his mask was not closed in the back, I was like, oh fuck, it's not, it's not him. He's taking that mask off. Cause it wasn't latched in the back. Like it was ready oh. for, and I, it was like, it was like mere seconds before he actually took the mask off. It's not like I was like minutes beforehand, like, oh my God, that's not him. It was like a few seconds before I was like, oh fuck. That's not him. And then he took the mask off and it was fucking Sammy. And I was like, thank God they're fully making him a heel, man.
0: Yeah, I absolutely love this move. Uh, I've been wishing for a heels, a full heel Sammy Guevara for a while now. And I'm getting it. And we can kind of talk about the later in the night stuff with Jericho now as well. Because we had um, the face-to-face between John Moxley and Tanahashi. And Jericho interrupted this. Give me a match I don't give a fuck about. This was a wild segment. So we're getting the Moxley versus Tanahashi match, but it kind of looks like they sort of respect each other slash not really, but like, we didn't really get to see a whole lot out of this. It was more of the Chris Jericho show here announcing a new match for Forbidden Door where it's him, Sammy, and Minoru Suzuki versus Eddie Kingston, Wheeler Yuta, and Red Shoes' son.
1: Is that who that is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what it. Chris Jericho said. He put he disrespected Red Shoes. He's called him like that stupid ref Red Shoes. Yeah. Oh boy. You don't say that about Red Shoes. He's my favorite. Not about Red, Red Shoes.
0: Yeah. Red Shoes is the goat ref, right? Right? Yeah, no. Well,
1: Teddy, Teddy Long. Teddy no. Long is in the Teddy goat Long's, ref.
0: Teddy Long's not the goat ref. Teddy Long's just like the goat do it all, I think.
1: I would put like yeah.
2: Earl Hebner Tim White Tim White Mike <laughs> Ch- Mike Chioda, Mike Kyoto, Mike Kyoto and like red shoes as like the upper echelon.
0: What about Charles Robinson? Oh yeah, oh yeah.
2: I would put Charles Robinson put put Tim White White. down a level and move Charles Robinson in. What about Aubrey
0: Edwards? Not not a lot of time. Stop putting
1: Tim White down, he's gonna try and kill himself. I would put Tim White below
0: Aubrey Edwards. What
2: I'm just trying to put him down anymore so we can watch some great <laughs> SmackDown segments again.
0: You're just trying oh to say you put Tim White below the
1: Shane worst ref in the
2: business. Oh, my God.
0: Ugh. Or Pat
1: Patterson in
2: that last match. <laughs> Speaking of things <laughs> I don't like, uh, Wardlow's segment. So good. I, Dynamite. This, this
0: was just madness. And I didn't hate it, but you did.
2: Oh, I fucking couldn't I, stand I, this.
0: Yeah, but, like, if you couldn't see this coming from a mile away, like, When you saw this advertised... Okay, so when you see it advertised, you expect it coming, and it ends up sucking. Like, shit like this just happens.
2: Things I hated. One, he now starts from backstage, and they chant, Wardlow, which is just Goldberg,
3: Goldberg.
2: which is just Goldberg. So now Wardlow is Goldberg. Yeah, He comes out to the ring, and then he faces 20 people, a la... Goldberg and WCW. And he's just one. The, the fucking commentator couldn't figure out how to eliminate people because they were like, people are eliminated just for falling outside the ring. And like, that was a fucking mess. And then he was stacking people up. Their shoulders weren't on the fucking mat. He was just doing garbage power bombs on fucking local wrestlers. I hated every second of this because Wardlow's literally just being put into garbage storylines to sell him to us as this great godsend of a wrestler while we wait and wait and wait and wait till he finally gets a shot at the title
1: which he might never get which good
2: point with how AEW is so flaky on like big pushes into nothing
0: that's actually very fair like i'm not saying that this segment was great and no, i can completely this was the most agree garbage with shit. everything you were saying with like how bad it was and like this is this is Segments like this are the reason why I don't get heavily invested in weekly television and why I like half watch everything, um, which is probably yeah, it's a good way to hate-
1: get the crowd to turn on him.
0: It's probably honestly. why I didn't hate this that much. Yeah, I kind of agree there. Joe It is a good way to get the crowd to turn on him. Oh, uh,
2: let's not forget the ending of the match was terrible, too, because Dan Lambert sent two. Uh, retired UFC fighters, one which got knocked out by Jake Paul into the ring like big badasses, one because it was like limping his way into the ring. He Matt Hughes, was. Matt Hughes, like could barely stand or walk. And Tyron Woodley lo- got knocked out by Jake Paul. And then all Wardlow got on the mic was like, You guys from St. Louis too? Well, let's be friends. And they were like, Sure, man. And they threw Mark Sterling at him and he powerbombed him.
0: They all held hands and we went to commercial. And I was like, That fucking sucked. <laughs> Yeah, honestly the more I think about it this was really bad. Um let's talk about some good stuff. You
2: yeah, please
0: Will Osprey <laughs> versus Dax Harwood. My god, these are the chops of the week for me. Dax Harwood's chops. They Those, leveled yeah. Will Osprey. Those were so loud. So fucking loud. Uh Will Osprey finally like got his win back that he probably should have had on Rampage uh last Friday. Um, and then we get what appears to be, it, it seemed to me, this was my thought, that we were going to get a five on five tag team match. It was going to be like FTR, Rapongi Vice, and a returning Orange Cassidy versus the United Empire. And what we have is for the, IW, the IWGP United States Championship, we're getting Will Ospreay versus Orange Cassidy, which I know Chad is very excited for.
2: I think this is going to be an awesome match. I know some people on the internet are like not excited for this.
0: Wait, I thought you hated Orange Cassidy.
2: I don't love the comedic gimmick of Orange Cassidy, but I do respect
1: Orange Cassidy as a wrestler. Okay, disregard. By the way, we're we're getting that match on Wednesday. It's uh, Orange Cassidy and Roppongi Vice versus... uh, Aussie Open and Will Ospreay. Aussie Open and Will Ospreay. Yep. Well, I'm excited for that.
0: Uh, Let me be the first to say that I think that Aussie opens getting pinned again.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna have Will lose again on Wednesday, and then he's gonna win easily at the pay-per-view because it's easily. for the US championship. Absolutely. It's for the IWPGP US championship, and they're not having him lose that. IWGP GP. I don't
0: know what the fuck. I can't talk today, man. You're really bad. You're you know what you know what it is? It's nerves. You're about to have another kid.
1: Yeah. For I will say that new japan if if they're okay with any of their titles being on another show or not being defended because another company's wrestler holds it it is the united states championship so i think it was
0: no i think it's the never open weight it's i
1: no, think I mean, it might right. be the tag team titles here well
2: cuz they well, put John it Brockley on united and, empire i think specifically so they can put him in the match with ftr for a winner take all and maybe put ravangi vice in there too
1: yeah
0: do you think all right, so wait, are we thinking that maybe? I actually have another thought. Is what? What if we're about to do a triple tret tag team match here?
2: That, that's what I just said. No, Chad for said all, that.
0: for all the titles.
2: That's what I said. He just said that. He said winner takes all. Winner takes all. Ropangi Vice, United Empire, FTR, the for the Ring of Honor and. Into uh, IWGP tag team championships. Wait, wait, I'd rather what see titles like...
0: do Rapongi Vice hold? None, they don't. but I'm they were number one contender threats. versus United Empire versus the Young Bucks, dude. No,
2: because they won't take the Ring of Honor belts and put them on the same people who have the AEW belts. They're not going to do
3: thinking,
2: that. And I, they've already I, had Rapongi Vice show up in New Japan to attack United Empire. That happened at Dominion. Dominion, Rocky Romero came out and attacked uh, Great O'Khan and Jeff Cobb, which makes it very apparent Spoilers, that Roppongi Vice dude, is in this match. I haven't match. gotten there yet. I already gave you who won the main event.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've already looked up all of everything. It's so like Roppongi Vice is getting involved in this Becca match. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm just shocked it hasn't been announced I just, yet. I'm and my curious. worry about that is they don't know who's going to have it. I'm, who's going to win it.
0: I'm more curious after Wednesday with, because it's. It, I think it's definitely a forbidden door driven move with the main event being a ladder match for the AEW Tag Team Championships with Jurassic Express versus the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks came out on top in that match. I think it's a forbidden door-driven move where the Young Bucks are going to have a match with somebody they've had a match with in New Japan or something like that. Did
2: you not hear what was supposed to happen? No. No. The Hardys were supposed to win. Yeah, I, I the, did read that. The Hardys actually. were booked to win the match, and that's why it took a day and a half to put it back on the card. It's because they did, they wanted to make sure they could prevent a good matchup between those two without the Hardys, and then they re added the match to the card without the Hardys when they decided they were going to give it to the Young Bucks because the match was supposed to be given to the Hardys to get their short title run in before they were too old to do it anymore.
0: Well, fuck.
2: so I don't think it was like a, anything to do with Forbidden Door. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if they defended the New Japan. I mean, they didn't. They defended the AEW belts at Men Door. Someone just shows up this week, and like I don't know, the Good Brothers or something. Ooh, like some tag team from over there shows up and says, "Like we want Elite. you," and we just get like Elite a Elite. very low Elite. build.
0: Yeah, I could see Good Brothers versus the Bucks in like a nothing tag team match where the Bucks win.
2: Yeah, like that's what I think is going to happen. Is the Bucks are going to face somebody that doesn't matter?
0: Because yeah. I
2: think the the FTR Raponga Vice. United Empire match is set. They just have to figure out who's going to win the belts and then they're done. I think it's literally not on the card just because AEW is pushing so heavily for FTR to win the fucking thing. And I think New Japan's
1: yeah. hesitant. Here's my dream booking. Vince McMahon gets fired this week. <laughs> Tony uh, Tony Khan and the other Khan uh, like, ha- sit down in the meeting and a surprise WWE tag team comes in for for a triple threat. It's never going to happen. Which one though? Uh, the Usas.
2: Nope. Now I want to see the Street Profits versus the Bucks.
0: I was thinking the New Day.
2: Ooh, New Day would be good. well. Uh, oh, New Day
0: versus New Day versus the Bucks have been.
2: The New Day only fights the Fight Club. <laughs> That's fight Night. True. Oh, Wait. Oh, sorry. The Fight Night Brawling Brutes.
0: I'm excited to see what happens this week on SmackDown to see if the Brawling Brutes face off against the New Day this week. <laughs> they, last didn't. Week, last they didn't week last week we got well drew mcintyre you're talking about big d faced <laughs> off against sheamus so there was that
2: all right we got mm-hmm. anything else for this uh for dynamite here
0: uh, the, hold on. uh just
1: just the okada situation
2: the okada jay white stuff adam cole adam cole and, baby and kenny and kenny omega are, are there really people who think that Kenny Omega could make it back?
1: Uh, there are there is speculation on Twitter, but by no names, you know. Just like we don't we don't actually know the progress of Kenny Omega's healing, just like we don't know Becky or Bailey, rather.
2: I think that we're going to get Jay White versus Adam Cole versus Hangman Page in a triple threat match. I think we're get all three of them. I don't think we're I don't gonna. Kenny, I don't think we're gonna get Jay White versus somebody else showing up. I think we're just gonna get Jay White versus the two that have already
1: made it clear they want it. Yeah, I don't know. Jay White also, like Jay White said, uh, I'm not gonna be facing either of you. Or or did he word it in a way where it could it could kind of say I'm not gonna be facing one of you.
2: I I couldn't tell you the exact wording, but the rumors I saw were that's gonna be a triple threat match. Yeah, I didn't realize Jay White was not in his 30s yet. No, Jay White's young as shit. Fucking good man. He was debuting. He did de- he, he, he got found by Finn Balor at like 16 or something. Damn. They talked about um, it on the on the New Japan show this week. They talked about how Jay White was found in Britain by a young Prince Devitt.
1: Yeah. Uh I so here's the thing. I I could I could totally go with uh With that triple threat match happening, I could also go with somebody else against Jay White. Who? I don't know.
0: It has to be if if it's not the triple the triple threat with him, Hangman and Adam. Is Kenny not ready?
1: Well, we already talked about that. We we talked about. I'm sorry. I just went to pee. We don't don't think we don't. He's
0: healthy.
1: Well, we don't know. He's been gone for a long time.
2: That would be an absolutely crazy thing to book because you're not going to tell me Kenny's winning that fucking match. And that would be a terrible decision for AEW to book him in a match he loses as a return.
1: I agree. I agree with that.
2: Even if he's healthy, that's a stupid decision.
0: I think it has to be the triple threat.
2: I agree, because then he could pin Cole and make Page still look like the number one guy. I guess we'll have
0: to wait till Wednesday. Well, no, because he said it's not Page and it's not Hangman, so... But he didn't well, say well, yeah. it's not both of them.
1: Yeah, that's that. That's what I said. Uh, I don't. I don't know exactly I'm sorry how I if I'm it I'm just
0: repeating things. I'm just a piece of you, shit. You, yeah, re- you are. I couldn't hold repeating, that pee any repeating longer. Repeating things. I really um, had to
2: pee. So yeah. Uh, In a, a scary move, though, I will tell you, I just looked at the Wikipedia page, and Jay White's no longer listed as defending his title on the Wikipedia page. It may just because they don't have an opponent. Eight, but earlier today, it said J-White versus TBD, and now yeah. it doesn't say anything.
0: Uh, that is quite frightening. That that title's not even going to be up for grabs.
2: I don't know how you can have a cross-branded promotion like that and not have mm-hmm. both your titles.
0: Well, not both well, your titles. Who's New Japan's Intercontinental Champion right now?
2: They're not it's no longer an Intercontinental. They combined the Intercontinental and right, the World Heavyweight. They combined them. Here's, oh, yeah. here's what I'm thinking. Here's, here's my here's my dream booking. Are you ready for this? As I've said, Jay White's trying to make Bullet Club like the faction in wrestling. Jay They're the number one White. thing. They're the number one thing in new, in new Japan right now. And he's been doing it by adding some new members and some old members back into a thing and kind of, it's kind of had this like Jay White's own thing. Jay White. I think that it's going to be Jay White versus Hangman versus Adam. And Adam's going to turn on Hangman and Jay White's gonna win because Adam Cole helps him, and Wouldn't they're necessarily
0: gonna have be a turn on Hangman though. Like, he doesn't, he already doesn't like him.
2: No, I mean, more like he's gonna,
0: they're gonna team, he's up gonna on
2: team him. with Jay White and help Jay win, and then they're okay, gonna put a Bullet Club shirt on fucking Adam Cole.
0: But if that match gets announced right now, are you not already thinking that that's what's gonna happen? Like, no, I think it's gonna be a, a fair triple viewer, threat match. No. You would already well. I guess maybe I don't believe
2: Adam Cole would turn would help anybody right now. That's not the character he's been. I so selfish as a character. Maybe
0: before this week's dynamite, he would have helped Jay White, but because of what Jay White did this week, maybe now that's the seeds that have been planted for Adam not to help Jay White in the triple tret, or to at least to make you think that that wouldn't happen.
2: I don't know. I mean, there definitely are seeds there. I don't know. The way that I hope Adam Cole what was talking
0: about Jay White this week before he turned him down would have made me think that Adam Cole would want to team up with Jay White no matter what.
2: Also, can we just point out we're, we're like a week and a half away from this thing and Zack Sabre Jr. and Brian Danielson has also not even been touched. And there's only four or five matches on this card, not counting the Jay White match. And that's like extremely low for a AEW pay-per-view. Yeah. Right now we have... John Moxley versus Tonohashi, the four-way for the All-Atlantic, the six-man tag between Jericho and Eddie Kingston's teams, Osprey versus or- Orange Cassidy, and Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm because w- women don't exist in New Japan.
0: You know what this card is? It's quite literally just going to be a thrown-together mess of shit with a bunch of talented wrestlers on it with very very little, like next to nothing of a storyline that's going to have incredible matches on it.
2: Like I have a feeling we're going to remember the matches, but not the stories.
0: Exactly. Which is almost exactly what speaking to last week, it's, it's exactly what new Japan pro wrestling is. You remember the matches. You don't remember the story. Yeah. And kind of what some of aew is but not as much
2: i mean for fuck's sake they literally had a match where they were just like i'm chris jericho and i'm having a match at forbidden door and this is what it is
0: exactly dude it's crazy
2: and i didn't give a fuck about it the the people they named that match i was like nope don't care (laughs) do not Um, care
0: all right uh do you want to talk about the main event some more uh christian
2: Oh, yeah, we haven't touched the main event that much.
0: Yeah, so there was like 8,000 tables broken during this ladder match.
2: Yeah, especially uh, by was, Luchasaurus.
0: Yeah, he went through so many tables. Joe, I think uh, we counted up five tables that Luchasaurus yeah, went through. He went,
1: he went through two tables, like two single tables. And then and he, then he went through a pile of like six tables. It was four I tables, was, but
2: three of them broke at the end. Yeah. So he only went through three at the end and then two singles tables. I counted five total because he missed one at the end.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: So there was that. There was... Uh, th- this was just like so many fucking tables breaking during a ladder match, which I'm fine with. I love when tables break. This was... This was a fun match. A fun main event. This was awesome to watch. Uh, the Young Bucks, like we already said, win back the AEW Tag Team Championships, which uh, kind of like cements their like... They, like they are the kryptonite for the the jurassic express um and then christian ends up turning on jurassic express at the end and hits the uh what's it the kill shot on jungle boy and then i don't know if you guys saw the youtube video of him bickering with his mom and sister. his sister <laughs> that was fucking hilarious He just, he's just like your son is a fucking failure <laughs>
2: He was like, your son is a piece of shit. You raised a piece of shit.
0: Yeah. Oh my God, Christian. <laughs> it was really, it was so funny. It was, it was great stuff.
2: I was hundred percent expecting the titles to change. I was hundred percent expecting the Christian turn because the titles were changing because I'd already seen the news that the Hardys were taking
0: the belts and that was the whole plan the whole time. See, I didn't expect the title change to happen because I did not see that news about the Hardys. So this was very surprising to me.
2: It, it, I think this is good for a lot of reasons. I think the Young Bucks were a better staple tag team as the champs. Their run as tag team champs—remember they like they would defend against random tag team as the main event of like every Dynamite for like three months—and it was awesome every time. Yeah, they were. I awesome, love that.
0: But at the same time, it's like they're the EVPs, and I know they're going to get some backlash at that.
2: I get that, but like they are also one of the best tag teams in that company. So like, let's yeah. put the wrestling as the important part here. Also they weren't supposed to win the match. They were supposed to give the Hardys granted. So I think they were already planning the Christian turn and the Hardy win. So they were like, we'll just keep the Christian turn and give the Young Bucks the win because it just makes more sense.
0: Yeah, I agree. Joe.
1: We all expected it. Um but with regards to the the Young Bucks winning the titles, um I don't know. I I I was kind of like Jurassic Express as the as the champs was kind of getting stale cuz they had no story behind them ever. Yeah. Um except that they were good at wrestling. So I think that I think that I was ready for a, a tag team title change, but I think I was ready for that tag team title change to happen a couple weeks ago at at Double or Nothing. And I just don't think that like the Young Bucks will always be a, the cent- like a, a center of AEW. But I don't think they're doing enough right now to uh, to warrant them having the titles. I would have rather seen it still be a triple threat and it be like a, a surprise tag team, and that surprise tag team won. Uh, I'm first t- team that comes to mind is Red Dragon.
0: Well, I could see that being the next team that wins. You think? Yeah, yeah, I could um, easily I, see like give it a few
2: months of like the young bucks having the belt and defending it constantly against like the staples of the division. And then yeah. red dragon, like heel turn. I mean, the red dragon split of the undisputed era starts happening when Kenny comes back. And that's what leads into the tag team titles going to red
1: dragon. Bucks, as bucks part versus of
0: red dragon and all out sounds scrumptious,
1: but what are the staples of the division right now? It's, we got like, there are a bunch of tag teams, but what, the, what I could think of young bucks caliber would be like FTR Who's busy? Jurassic Express. Jurassic Express again. uh, And then... House of Black? House oh, of Black. I guess House of Black. Yeah. I did, I like They They haven't been doing a lot. They, they've kind of... The Lucha, like Lucha, Lucha Bros? More of a,
0: they're more of a... Yeah, the Lucha Bros for sure. Oh, they're, Lucha Bros versus Young Bucks. That's the Young thing. Bucks, like they're like more of a trio. House great. of Black's more of a trio. So like...
2: There are plenty of tag teams, though, that they could Blackpool, defend without BC, a bunch of storyline that would make a good match on television. Until we can get them into a storyline when Kenny comes back.
1: Yeah, so the, the, BBC, B- the BBC, the BBC, BBC is not gonna not gonna win the tag titles right now. Not with John, Mo- like not until John Moxley loses the interim championship. Yeah, uh, he's, down he's calling
2: it Moxley's winning the belt. Yeah, right. write, write that down pen. write that in pen.
0: Well, we can write that down in pen next week when on this show we are going to have our AEW New Japan Forbidden Door predictions, as well as the final build towards that show. When we talk about uh, Rampage and Dynamite from next week slash two days ago when you're listening to this, if you listen on Sunday. Uh, We're also going to have the continued build towards Money in the Bank. Hopefully we have some Money in the Bank qualifying matches that don't end in a double disqualification like Drew and Sheamus did this week. Um, And possibly even some more like tag team Matches like Alexa and Liv had this week, double sup, uh, where the tag team wins and they yeah. qualify for Money in the Bank. I love that move. Um, I'm excited for that. And then also the build towards Great American Bash on the NXT uh, 2.0 show. I'm excited for that a little bit and, right now.
1: And, and something else with WWE, because the story will unfold more.
0: Yeah, we'll see what happens here with Riddle and Roman Reigns on Friday. We'll talk about that next week as well. That's not
1: what I was talking about.
0: <laughs> oh, oh. Were you talking about something else? Yeah. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens next week with um, that. Is he talking about yep. Randy
2: Orton or Sasha Banks? No, Who's Vince. About? <laughs> <about> Vince.
0: <laughs> Either way, uh, as Obviously. always, you can go ahead no go no ahead. I was going to no, say no, something no. Stupid. Joe go was, ahead dude you go ahead as I was, was closing out
1: yeah I mean you weren't you interrupted me not the other way around uh, Right. anyway uh, shut the as fuck always, up Dylan. You can...
0: <laughs> <laughs> no seriously go ahead I have nothing as always you can as follow us fuck you as always you can follow <laughs> us on twitter at DDT WrestlePod we have been the drunk dudes Dylan, Joe and Chad and we'll catch you on down the road
3: one more step.